Pickaxe. Uh, you guys know the drill. We're gonna we're gonna get ready to introduce ourselves. Uh, let's go around the room. Starting, uh, let's start this time with Tyler. Uh, my name is Tyler. I am. I play Thoral Songsteel, a human ranger, and uh, Rob. Hey, Robert Wiesahan. I'm playing Malchus Grimness, Tiefling Warlock. Uh, Jake. Hey, I'm Jake, and I'm playing a dragonborn fire mage known as Draconis. And Justin. Hey, yeah, my name is Justin, and I play a, a sword mage, Jarek Ironhide. Uh, Dan? I am Daniel Phelps, and I play a human war priest named Rodswell Joy Batom. And Tom? I am Tom, and I'm a Minotaur fighter named Yenward Firestone. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Thanks. Did you like Daniel? Well, I'm going. I was. I was gonna say it's kind of funny where it's like my name yeah. is Daniel Phelps, yeah. and then it's just like, hi, I'm Tom. I'm sophisticated <laughs> now. I'm Tom, and I'm here to talk to you about the Good Lord. I'm a grown up. I do things like read books. I listen to books. They talk to me. What? What service do you listen to books on, Justin? <laughs> I listen to books through Audible. What? That's that's crazy because uh, Audible is our sponsor uh, this week, guys. That's that's love that's Audible. Cool. Wow, that might help me with my hustle and bustle on the lifestyle. <laughs> Are we doing this seriously? Um, <laughs> well, okay. Um, well, then Dan, maybe you'd like to try a free trial of Audible. Uh, this is starting to sound like that commercial they did in Major League. Hold on a second. What's <laughs> oh, no, for real? For real? This is legit. I I totally got Audible uh, this week. That's no joke. Totally did it. No shit. I did, yep. I jumped up on it. We used to do the Audible commercials where I'd be like, uh, you know, I had a problem. I was uh, I was mowing the lawn and reading a book, right? And then I, and then Michael would interrupt me and be like, no, 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 no. You don't have to read books anymore. No one reads. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers read. I seriously have used Audible for a long time, and I've, I've listened to a lot of great books through it. Uh, so uh, you can actually go uh, get a free trial of Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash dndrpodcast. That's D-A-N-D-R podcast. Uh, Jake, what, what, was the, what was the book you downloaded? I got the War Z. I, I had to do it. Everybody's talking about it. I, I haven't seen the movie yet. But don't I watch the movie. It's not even compared to the book, though. So. No, don't watch the it, it, And I hate to tell you, there's a collector's edition of World War Z coming out. Collector's edition. With five extra hours of... Jesus. Now, I hope this works out. I kind of got it to, uh, I'm going to start doing these workouts again, and I don't know how listening to a book and doing a workout goes, but I'm going to try it out. I have Pretty no good. idea how that's going to work. I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll get lost in there. interested in that rather than the uh, mundane exercise and stuff. Good. And if you, guys are, if you guys are looking for some good fantasy to try out, I just checked to make sure it's on Audible. Try The Spirit Thief by Rachel Aaron. Um, I started into that a little while ago. Really good. It it breeds like good Dungeons and Dragons sessions go. So, oh, how many books do they have out? Uh, it's there's three of them are on Audible, um, but I think she's up to like a, the fifth one in this series now. I know we shit on Wizards, and that's not intentional. I like Wizards of the Coast. I just bought the new Magic game on Steam, but uh, I, I really hope they read better than those fucking those novels. They those two hundred D and D novels they have on Audible because. 
Man, they're a slog. They really are. Uh... <laughs> Spirit Thief is really good. Uh, okay, and, cool. and the series that it goes into, the, the Eli Monperes uh, series, is really good. All right. Maybe we'll start having recommendations every week. I, there we dude, go. I, I've got plenty. No. Neat. I have, I, because I, I have a couple in mind, but I think I should save. Yeah, I listened to a few from uh, Audible, like a total of five, I think, that I know nobody else here reads. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to a ton, so that's 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 totally cool. You know what Audible's really good for? Uh, I used it a lot when I worked overnights, and it was something that I could get my mind off work and just let my mind drift. You know, that's cool. Uh, we should probably get into the session yeah. because I can yeah, feel people wait. tuning out. Like I can totally feel like skip, skip, skip. Oh, for lactogil, emancipation. What the fuck did you just say? What was that? I was quoting. I was That's quoting Major work. League Two. That 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 commercial. No, 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 not Major League Two. No one quotes Major League Major Two. League two. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> talking about the fact that it, it, like the the way that we talked about Audible sound. One. Like, one, yeah. the one where they're doing the. Uh, not when they read the joke. Don't steal home without. I always it. swing something. I bad. No one sings no Lazy Sunday two, Tyler. It's <laughs> okay. That stop. was one. I apologize. Stop picking on. I prefer Tyler. Major League Three. Back to the Miners. I just want to point that out. <laughs> that was actually a pretty decent movie. Actually, <laughs> three was better than two. I'll tell you. Okay, if like... extending the inline advertising was unforgivable, this is extra unforgivable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay. Did you know Major League Three was actually an extended Quantum Leap episode? That's yeah. Cool. For yeah. That <laughs> 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 was, was a good one. If that were true, where was Hal? I'm sorry. No, there's a theory going around that me and Michael have made up that uh, <laughs> every Scott, everything Scott Bakula is in is actually Quantum Leap. We're just seeing him leap somewhere. <laughs> okay, and then we play D and D. I don't see how this D and D thing ties into Scott Bakula at all. I'm I'm just <laughs> quantum leap. Major League Three. All right. Does everyone remember what happened last time, or do you need a little recap? Oh, I know everything. We remember, but we don't we know. Signed the, a treaty or something. The listeners can't answer you, so just let's keep going. We don't have much time. <laughs> we got we got plenty of time. It'll right be now. fine. Uh, okay, so uh, last time you guys uh, made your trek back from the north, and you found out that uh, one way or the other, you uh, have advanced 17 years into the future, and a lot has changed. Uh, in fact, you're not you're not exactly sure to the extent of how much have th- uh, things have changed, but uh, you found out that the city of Overdale became Overwatch. Uh, you found out that there is a legion of warforged, uh, the, a warforged army that that works with the city of Overwatch in some fashion, um, and then at the end of the last episode, you found out that uh, Lord Pedreg has died. Uh, the city of Winterhaven has basically rebuilt, and. Uh, Ian Cerberus and Talia Padraig now rule over Winterhaven as husband and wife. So, <laughs> how would you guys like to proceed from here? You guys are standing in the room with these two. Uh, would anyone like to say anything first, or I think someone has one hand too many. Thoral, <laughs> <laughs> just we, we're all staring at Thoral right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what to say right now. 
Yeah. Do they have something to say to us? I... Uh, they well, everyone's kind of in a state of shock. They de- they they definitely never expected to see you again. That's 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 the first thing you're judging just by facial expression. That they never. I would assume by the fact that she's married, she probably never expected to see me again. You're supposed uh, to be dead. <laughs> uh, and the uh, eventually the uh, the look of shock uh, kind of dissipates. Uh, Ian's not wearing a look of shock, more disdain. Uh, he, you, you can see by the look on his face, he wants nothing to do with you guys. Nothing at all. Uh, and the fact that you've shown up today is, at the very least, a major inconvenience, at least in his eyes. Um, Talia, on the other hand, uh, rushes across the room and throws her arms around Thoral. Uh, she then proceeds to hug each one of you individually. Good job, Uh, this appears to upset Ian a bit more Uh, he's not digging it Uh, she she finally manages to form words and uh, she says how where have you been there's a lot of questions that (laughs) probably exist on both sides of this room um but to make a long story short, somehow time for us fast forwarded 17 years during the battle with Drock. So you made it. You did. You, you found Drock's tomb. Yes. Did, and, you, did you say you fought Drock? And defeated Drock, yes. And killed him. <laughs> he buried himself hundreds of years ago. How did you fight him? Anybody else want to take this one? <laughs> well, well, kind of like put our axes in his face and stuff. <laughs> Couldn't it have been the, um, that weapon he used that made time go forward? Like him go forward in time without aging? I think the bottom line is in his tomb, he was protecting his secrets uh, for all eternity. And uh, when we arrived, he refused to let us leave. So we were given no other choice. Uh, she kind of snaps out of her stupor and she says, please come sit, sit. Uh, she tells her, her guards to get someone to fetch something to drink. Uh, you, you must be hungry, famished after, after your journey, please. And she motions towards a set of couches. <clears throat> uh, Ian is still standing in the doorway. Uh... Uh, eventually, uh, Talia kind of motions to him and says, "Come, sit, sit next to me." And he kind of, he kind of just like, fine, and just kind of stomps into the room, almost like a petulant child. I don't know why I'm taking so much great pleasure in being a pain in this guy's ass. Okay, um, can I do a lore question real quick? Absolutely, just for timeline's sake. Um, just to make sure, Ironhide. Draconis, I mean, not Ironhead, uh, Draconis, Yinward, and myself don't know him, correct? Right. Yes. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, so we are, I mean, we know, well, we notice the looks, and we notice, you know, mm-hmm. that something's up with this guy because of how, uh, Malchus, Ironhide, and Thor are reacting, but we don't, we don't know the story. Here. Yeah, so Yenward, Dr- Draconis, and, and, and Rotswell are kind of, 
yeah, they'd, they'd be in the dark about this guy. And, mm. and, I mean, we've heard the story. If they would just say, hey, this is who it is, we'd be like, oh, but at this point in time, you know, no one's introduced him as Ian yet. So Right, that's that's pretty much the next step, is there, like, there, there's there's an awkward silence as you all sit down, and uh, Talia says, I, I, I really don't know where to start. Uh, so much time has passed. Um, have, have you met my husband? Uh, no, I haven't. What's, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I just fucking told you. <laughs> Get out forever. Uh, some um, of us, some of us are acquainted with him, but not all of us. Who is he? Uh, hey, he's nice. What's, his, what's going on? Yeah, what's his, what's his story? Uh, Ian Locke's eyes with Ooh. Malchus. That was uh, you, and we're getting excited. <laughs> I wonder what that was. Uh, Ian locks eyes with Malchus, uh, and just kind of narrows him. And uh, he says, Ian. Oh. Uh, and then another long, uncomfortable silence follows. Huh. Uh, and uh, Talia says, please tell me everything about your adventure. I, 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 I want to know everything. Uh, honestly, I think the story of us journeying to Drock's tomb and coming back is far less interesting than what's been happening for the past 17 years. Could you possibly answer some questions? Yeah. Well, we can we can meet them halfway though, can't we, Rodswell? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what what I just don't under I, there's not this I think you pretty much covered it, right? Like we ventured to Drock's tomb where we were imprisoned basically. That's where 17 years end. We're uncertain as to whether we've traveled forward in time or we simply slept or lost lost time down there. We don't know the nature of what's brought us here as though it was just weeks and it's been years for you. The only thing we know is that we haven't aged and the world has. Uh, and of course I'm no longer a vampire. Oh, yeah, Thor's not a vampire. FYI. Check that out. Look at that guy. Look at that <laughs> handsome guy over there. <laughs> uh, and she says, truly, this is a miracle. Um, <laughs> as, soon as, she says, as soon as she says that, Ian says, well, I think that's debatable. Whoa. Whoa, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> Atheist. Ah. <laughs> He's, uh, he's Sir he's Sir Ian, right? He, uh, well, it's Lord now. It's Lord Ian. Yes. Uh, what's what's his last name again? Cerberus. Cerberus, like the dog. Uh, Cerberus with a Z. Cerberus. Okay. Lord Cerberus, I think we can agree that things between us haven't entirely been cordial, but that there are bigger problems to deal with right now than our feud. Uh, and he responds with, what would you know of what's been going on here? I've started to grasp the gravity. I'd be happy to hear more, though. Hmm. Where would you like me to start? I think the history of Overwatch would be of great interest to most of us. Mm -hmm. uh, Talia starts speaking after this. <clears throat> uh, and she says, well... You remember the treaty signing? 
so this Indeed. may this I'm assuming this will explain Malchus's less than stellar reputation at this point. Yeah. It seems history remembers it with a particular spin. Well, people were looking for something to blame, and they traced it back to the treaty signing. Uh, Depending on some of the guards' interpretations of what happened that day, uh, word kind of spread quickly that it was you who... Some would say pushed the group into signing the document. And she kind of looks down at her feet. Uh, she, you can tell she doesn't want to offend you, but that's kind of the way everybody just thinks of it now. Like, that's, well, this is all his fault. We wouldn't be in this situation if... Yeah, that's, that's kind of how people think of it. Go on. Uh, shortly, shortly after you left, uh, Overdale started clear-cutting forests. Uh, no one was actually certain why until several months later when most of the surrounding countryside had been evacuated and uh, it became apparent that uh, they wanted a clear view of miles of land surrounding Overdale. Uh, Carter had become increasingly paranoid uh, certain that someone would break the treaty and venture south and when that didn't happen, uh, he began to get bolder and bolder. Uh, after several months, uh, Overdale became a police state, essentially, and the city was locked down. Uh, no, no new travelers were allowed into the city uh, unless they had expressed written permission from Carter himself. And more importantly, no citizens were allowed to leave the city. Uh, shortly after that, people began frustrated, as you would imagine. Uh, some even ventured to sneak out of Overdale. Uh, those people were marked as traitors and suspected of collusion with the outsiders. Uh, outsiders being anyone who didn't belong to the city of Overdale. And now that the countryside had been evacuated, there was absolutely no confusion. Uh, those people were punished in the town square with, with beatings or just outright killed. Set as an example to everyone else. Uh, a few years after you had left, uh, people began to take up arms and uh, fight for the freedom of Overdale's citizens. Uh, the collection of cities uh, on the outskirts of Overdale uh, humans elves, dwarves and, 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 and even, even the minotaurs from the north uh, began to fight uh, for the, the people who wish to be free in Overdale um, these battles went on for a long time and Overdale actually began to lose uh, being as how they were just one lone city taking on the entire region. In an act of desperation, uh, Carter sent for a sect of mages from the city of Umanyiro, uh, including 
uh, a high-ranking mage named uh, Seacall Loreweaver. Uh, he tasked these gentlemen with creating the perfect group of soldiers, and what they came up with was a new breed of Warforged that were 100% obedient and would carry out any orders without fail. Uh, shortly after uh, the tide began to turn and it, it took them two more years but the armies outside of Overdale were completely either disbanded or destroyed uh, it was shortly after that that Carter declared himself king of the region uh, he changed the city's name to Overwatch as a reminder that he would be very vigilant and vigilant and uh, to make sure something like that would never happen again uh, he would be tasking himself with uh, with with patrolling the lands outside of Overday, Overwatch uh, making sure that he would uh, bring his own brand of peace uh, after the last armies were crushed and and there was nothing nothing left to fight for, many fled east or further north. I imagine you went through Camp Icebreaker? Yeah, we did, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the citizens there were deserters of the armies. And so now does he push beyond his own borders? He doesn't appear to be stopping anytime soon. Um, there was a siege of Winterhaven about three years ago. Uh, I lost my father in the siege, mm-hmm. along with hundreds of others from the city. Uh, we managed to repel them, but since then we've lived in constant fear. The only reason they haven't attacked again is... Well, as you can see, we've pretty much just invested everything into soldiers and weapons. The defense of Winterhaven is the only thing we're concerned with. Um, I I look over at Malchus, and I look back, and I say, uh, not to demean anything else that has happened since then or thus far, but I don't see the need in prolonging this. Did anything happen to Bree and her family? Um, so, at this point, as soon as you mention the name Brianna, uh, a lot of Ian's, uh, brashness and his chest puffery and things like that diminish. And immediately he looks at the ground. He just breaks eye contact with you guys and just, like, you can see him kind of shifting around in his seat a bit. And, uh, Talia speaks again, uh, and she says... We haven't seen her in a few years. Uh, after the sea- shortly after the siege, um, she decided to leave Winterhaven. Uh, she lost her father that night. Malchus nods. And she kind of motions towards Ian. And says you should you should tell them. Uh, Ian takes a deep breath and 
specifically makes eye contact with Malchus. Uh, and he says, you remember the circumstances with me leaving Overdale as captain I, of the guard. I do. Uh, and he said, shortly after that, uh, while healing, I was told of a witch who lived in the swamps who was told to have great power. I thought perhaps she could help with my hand. Uh, I sought her out and she told me that such a task would come with a price. And what she wanted me to do was find a little girl who had recently been to her cabin. Uh, she didn't give me any specifics beyond uh, while the girl was there the witch picked up something in her like the, she may have had some sort of power within her arcane power and she wanted to test the girl to see if what she thought was true uh, she gave me a scroll and some ingredients and sent me to find her and if the girl did possess some kind of power to report back to her. I found the girl in her village and I cast the spell that was in the scroll and and then he breaks he breaks eye contact again <clears throat> and he says shortly after the entire village was swarmed with shadow beasts. Uh, the village erupted in fire as uh, braziers were knocked over, torches, and villagers fled. Shortly after that, the little girl ran screaming from her small uh, lean-to into the woods. And I realized that the witch had nothing but bad intentions, and the price for my hand was far too high. Unfortunately, I realized that too late. And you didn't do anything to try to save her? I tracked the girl into the woods, only to find you uh, there rescuing her before I can get a chance to. I decided that I shouldn't get involved. After that, I fled east. Wait, and this is... This is back... This is back with me and the vampire thing. Yes. So what he's saying is that after... He's the reason for the shadow he's the things that we had shadow. to fight in the first place. Well, no, he, he's not the reason. He was a pawn, but he was he's not the reason. Cattle. Yeah. And Malchus actually looks at him and he says, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, it was foolish to deal with a witch, but I don't necessarily blame we fooled. We we did that. Yeah. <laughs> and there. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how did you two? Meet? Well, after after I after I fled uh, to the east, I ended up in the small town of Aubrey. Uh, uh, Talia here, and then he kind of wraps his arm around her. Uh, for the first time, kind of showing like he's not 
he's after you kind of forgave him for that. He's not as standoffish. He's kind of he's almost a little more relaxed about it. You could tell like he's there's some real grief in his voice about Brianna though. Like the, like he felt genuinely bad about it. Uh, and he wraps his arm around Talia and says, "Well, years ago, uh, she would make uh, ambassadorship trips to the surrounding countryside and." One of those towns was Aubrey. Uh, I was busy retraining myself to fight with one hand, being as how I couldn't use my good hand for uh, for my sword anymore. So, in the meantime, I just wanted to kind of get away from everything, and no one knew me in Aubrey. So, uh, I met her uh, shortly after I got there, and we hit it off. Um. I look at Talia and I say, and naturally you two fell in love. Uh, she said, well, uh, we, we, we saw each other for many months, uh, before things got serious. My father never really approved of anyone I dated. So it was a long time before he came to Winterhaven, but I would make frequent trips out to see him. And then she kind of looks at Thor in a weird way. Out of curiosity, what's Thor's facial expression right now? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just listening very intently right now. Like, no, nothing really. Nothing really right now. So, Stoic. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. So into the room uh, walks this uh, this boy in his teens. Uh, the, the pretty mm-hmm. big strapping guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like and to know how old said boy is. If it, you had to guess, he looks to be in his late teens. Uh huh. <laughs> and I, I, I look I look at Talia and I say, and I'm assuming this is Ian's son. <laughs> And then she kind of pauses <laughs> for a moment, and then Ian speaks up. Yes, this is Nathaniel. And the boys, so the the, the boy is the, the big strapping guy. You could tell like he's 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 definitely a, a, an adventurer, soldier, something like something in that realm. Uh, kind of long, dirty blonde hair, uh, which would kind of be a cross between Ian's blonde hair and. Uh, and Talia's uh, more like brown hair. Has has food and alcohol arrived at this point? Yes, <laughs> yes. Malchus, Malchus grabs a decanter and just pours himself like the least classy, completely full glass of what, like not you know like a half glass or anything. Like it is just like to the brim and just starts like gulping away. Um. Okay. So can I? Okay. Is it insight that would tell if somebody's being truthful? Uh, yes. Can I run it? Can I do my passive insight on Talia about the sun? Well, the passive insight is for like if people are trying to lie to you. Oh, okay. But I can. Okay, then I'll roll an insight check. Do we really yeah. need insight on this? I just I want to hips, for, so. for got to for oh, I... for more <laughs> reasons. I have a fifteen. I have a plus fifteen. So let me do that. Got a plus sixteen. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Come on. 
Who is um, he? You just point at him and just say, who is he? <laughs> no, I, 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 I ask again. I ask, uh, so that is Ian's son? And Ian speaks up again and said, yes, I, I, that's my son, Nathaniel. And then um, uh, he says, Nathaniel, shake, shake these men's hand. They're, they're, they're knights of Winterhaven. And he kind of, that's the, that's the first time like some of that animosity's come back where he's, he kind of bites on the word knights of Winterhaven. Like he's mm. kind of like, it's like, <sighs> but yeah, fine. And Nathaniel leans over and, and goes down the line, shaking each one of your hand and he gets to the world and then just kind of grabs his hand and shakes it. Uh, does anyone want to do anything before, like, uh, do you want to play a little more catch-up and find out what's going on with everyone else, or... Why haven't they taken this town yet? I don't understand. Like, yeah, like, what's, that's, it, are they currently in war? Like, I'm curious about that. I don't think that's... So you're asking, you're asking them. Yeah, are, are you guys currently... Would there be a... Is there a possibility of a battle, or... Are you pretty much at odds, agree to disagree type situation at this point? Do you need a hand? They, <laughs> uh, they've. <laughs> I just I that took me a minute. I'm like ah, um, well, the only reason they haven't taken the city is because uh, of it, we're we're essentially just we've turtle shelled. We've we're not concentrating on anything other than producing soldiers and weapons and we've replaced our wooden walls after they burned down the night of the siege with stone uh, which was a lengthy project and to be honest uh, we were all quite nervous until it was completed. How do you keep maintenance up? I imagine the resources must cost something so how do you keep up on that? Well, we have our own patrols that, that guard the surrounding area, the immediate area of the city, but other than that, we don't have nearly the resources that Overwatch has. Um, I saw a statue outside, but I didn't get a good look at it. Uh, and she says, oh, that's that's actually a monument to Duncan Joy <gasps> Um, One of the things, and this was perhaps a bit misguided but one of the one of the uh, expeditions into the region of Overdale um, someone went into the caves where he had fallen and retrieved his remains uh, they delved deep into the cavern until they found them and brought them back for a proper burial here in Winterhaven <laughs> You have the remains of my son. Yes. Uh, they're currently in the crypt uh, beneath Winterhaven Hall, along with Lord Pedraig and uh, several of the more respected members of Winterhaven. And uh, I kind of choke up, like, big gulp, and put my head down and kind of back off a little bit at this point. Just thoughts rushing through my head. <laughs> Thank you for that. It's a fitting decision, the place of honor. Well, we figured it was the least we can do, although I I don't agree with how or when they did it, but 
uh, I am glad that, it, that that it's done now that it's done. So you guys have a couple of choices to make here. Uh, I, 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 you guys can continue to kind of assess the situation, or you can look around, or it's completely up to you. I have a I have a question. Uh, how how reviled am I? If I walk outside unaccompanied, am I going to be pelted with rotten fruit? What is this? Uh, I plan to address the public, and again, this is Talia speaking. Uh, Ian's kind of gone silent. Uh, I plan on addressing the public and letting them know that you are not to be harmed in any way and that you are all revered knights of this city and you have helped in its defense more than once. Uh, Once they see who you actually are, I'm sure that there would be no problem. And then she looks over to Ironhide. Uh, And she says, Ironhide may be a different story. That may be a harder sell. Uh, But, again, I'll I'll let everybody know that you are free to walk around the city and that no harm should come to you. Once you've addressed them, I would like to speak on my own behalf as well. Uh, And she says, granted. Uh, Ian speaks up uh, and says, don't you think it'd be wise if we had guards accompany them throughout the city, wherever they go? Uh, and she says, nonsense, they're guests of ours. They're respected members of Winterhaven. They, they, they're not under guard. You not trust us? Uh, you asked that of Ian? Yeah. Uh, he says, absolutely not. You have, you have a history of taking the law into your own hands. I break my silence, uh, and I look at Talia, and I say, make sure that when you address the town people... You stress, and I kind of look over at Malchus in a kind of like, I'm sorry, I'm about to say this type way, Um, but you stress that Ironhide is the true hero here. He was the one who wanted to take care of this 17 years ago, and we need that acknowledged, because... Malchus narrows his eyes at Rodswell, but says (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Wow. Um, Ian speaks up. I, I, by the way, at this point, I'm admitting that we were all wrong. Oh. This is, you know, we could have taken care of this while we were in Overdale. There's, a, you know, this is, this is a mistake on all of our parts. And that is one of a number of opinions people might have about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> We've... Hey, look at it this way. We've caused these people hell for 17 years. Let's like, not if nothing, say if nothing else... What Rodswell just said will make Malx's address to the people that much more poignant. So thank you for that. And and on top of that, I'm I, I think it might help go a long way in endearing Ironhide to the people, considering the p- current state of Warforged in this area. They're slaves. They were made to be yep. slaves to obey. But they're feared I'm, and hated by this town. Yeah, but I'm saying that I have a mind of my own. <laughs> That's what we want to put out there. Sir, <laughs> we're working on your spin. You're not so great with the twenty to forty yeah. female demographic. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is about PR at this point. <laughs> Mothers are afraid you're going to eat their children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes a listen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, mothers are, are afraid that you might allow it to happen. 
<laughs> Burn. <laughs> oh yeah, well your mama's so fat. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she walked in front of Drock's cave and 17 years later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to tie that together. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, uh, Ian speaks up and uh, he says, I understand you've been through a bit of a traumatic event recently, but what are your intentions in our city now that you're back? Refuge? <laughs> we... Uh, I... I, think I, only we, speak, I only speak for myself, but I think that we would like to help in any way possible. Yeah. Clean up the mess we made. I consider um, Winterhaven to be my home. I will help the city in any way I can. Um, uh, uh, Malchus is actually still dressed in the original tabard he was given uh, for Winterhaven. Just reeking with symbolism at all times. That's what <laughs> is here for. Uh, he says, "If you want to help, I'll I'll be in my study. We can talk. We can talk about it then. Uh, in the meantime, I have to get going. And uh, with that, uh, he and his uh, his quotation mark son uh, uh, leaves the room. It's nice meeting you, Nathaniel." Uh, you too, sir. And he, he like he, he shakes your hand again. Uh, well, very well mannered boy. Uh, and and they leave, and it's just uh, you guys and Talia now. Strapping young boy you have there, Talia. <laughs> Chip off the old block. <laughs> Laurel just smirks. <laughs> uh, and she she uh, she says, "What do you what are you implying?" I'm implying nothing. <laughs> How old is he? He's about 16. to turn seven. He's about 16. to turn seventeen in three months. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, did Thoral do that, or was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like she said that she, like, like you said that she, the the kid has Ian's hair, right? Like across. He has. Him. He has like dirty blonde hair. I mean. Again, hair color doesn't really prove anything. It does. It doesn't. Take me she for example. I have brown hair. hair. I have brown hair and a red fucking beard. None of. Do either of our parents have red hair at all? All right. Yeah, look, I the kid was born hair. with two hands. I think that makes it pretty clear who's the father. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Was it born a fucking vampire? I'll yeah, he has stanks. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, he wasn't born a vampire, so that's something. Or was he? <laughs> what color hair does Thoral have? Uh, Thor has brown hair, to my knowledge. Okay, but, like, the kid has blonde hair, so I'm just saying, like... It's dirty blonde. blonde hair can have a kid with blonde hair. My brother's redhead, and neither of my parents have red hair, nor do either of my grandparents. Yeah, so. hair color doesn't prove it's everything. Yeah, I, I had blonde hair <laughs> Genealogy random. Yeah, my sister was blonde, and there's no other blondes in my family, so... <laughs> well, I mean, okay, when we look at him, can we, like, does he have Thoral's eyes? Does he have Thoral's bone structure? Like, is there any, like... Dungeons and Mari. <laughs> <laughs> you so, are not the father. Uh, looking, at the, looking at the kid, he's... he's it's kind of hard to tell. Like, he's... he's he kind of has, like, 
like this really strapping form, which isn't necessarily what Thoral is. Thoral's more Thoral's more lithe and and thin, but this 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 kid's almost barrel chested in like how how large he is. Big strapping. Kid. Not to mention, it was mentioned that that he didn't come to Winterhaven for months. I would assume that she didn't just go find somebody immediately. Okay, well, someone to raise his baby. I think they the bottom line is we're pretty, sure, we're pretty sure about what's going on here. We probably don't need to torment these people with their out-of-wedlock children and so... Yes. Right. bastard. How have you been, Talia? Uh, she... <laughs> uh, kind of recovering from the previous uh, question, uh, she says it, it, it's a stressful time. Uh, to be honest, we can we can get we would appreciate any help we can get, and the fact that you're here today is nothing shy of a miracle. Like I've said before, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about my silence earlier, but I I do really thank you for bringing my son's remains and giving him a proper burial. It it means a lot to me. Uh, and she repeats again. It was it, it was the least we can do. Mm. <clears throat> Uh, now you 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 can you can uh, stay here and chit chat with her, or you can. Uh, it, it's totally up to you guys. I imagine they're going to want her help. Yeah, I mean they already said they wanted our help. Like Talia said, any help will be appreciated. I just don't think there's anything we can do this second, right? Like we can't <laughs> rush to Overwatch and take them down. I think that would be. Malchus looks at Talia and says, "Of course, you, you, and yours will all know best where we could be of the most use. I think until, until we have a grasp on what seventeen years has, what state seventeen years has left our world in, we are best off taking our cues from you." Uh, and she kind of sighs, thinking about it, uh, and she says, "Well." Um... The men can always use more training. Uh, we've had a couple of patrols that have gone missing in, in the last two weeks. Uh, I don't know if you've encountered any of them, but there are uh, bands of Warforge that, that roam. Yep. Yeah, pull all that thing that we got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah, you got the... Uh, so you're, yeah. you, you whip out that the, the, the leather armor that... Yeah. And she says, "You, where did you encounter them? Uh, on the road on the way here. Coming from the north. And uh, she says, did, did you destroy them all? Mm-hmm. The ones that we encountered. Almost. There was one that popped out of, there was a little one that popped out of one of them's chest. And kind oh, of yeah, that thing. Yeah, got away shit. from us. Looked like and, a bat. Uh, she buries her face in her hands at this. And she's happy. Oh, good job bringing that up. <laughs> and then she says, you need to go speak to Ian at once and tell him this. <laughs> that was theirs. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yep. Before we go and speak to Ian, um, I imagine that we can stay the night here instead of venturing out into the village before you've addressed them. Uh, she says... Um, 
If you like, I can go address the people right now, and Malchus can come with me if, if you'd like to go talk to Ian, or I could do so right afterward. Uh, perhaps we should all go talk to Ian together. Okay. So, it's not too late to address the people? Like, it's... No, 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 it's... it's No, you have time. Okay. Okay. Then, uh, I suppose we should go talk to Ian immediately, like Talia told us to. Right on. Uh, so, venturing into Ian's study, uh, there's there's this map laid out of uh, of the surrounding countryside, all the way, basically the entire east coast of this continent. Uh, and there are several there are several points highlighted, and and they're they're flagged. You're not exactly sure why they're flagged, but you're you're guessing that they're these are uh, items of importance or something. Uh, and as soon as he wa- he, he sees you walk into the study and he, he motions for you to come over to his desk he's like come here take a look at this map and again he's kind of curt with you it's it's just it, 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 the whole thing smacks of like I'm going to work with you but I don't want to uh, and he uh, he starts motioning towards the map in different sections and he says these are where we know uh, that they have patrols set up uh, we've told our men to avoid these areas for the most part and just make sure that they don't come too close to Winterhaven. Do we see a flag set up on the road that we traveled where you we do. would have? Okay, uh, I pick that flag up and I throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. And he, that's, that's the exact expression he gives you, like, dick, why did you do that? <laughs> um, we may have taken care of one of the patrols between you and Icebreaker. And he says, that's fantastic. Hand me the carrier pigeon. I look at Yenward. About that. Yeah. <laughs> I look over at Yenward. So uh, we got most of it, except that little part. <laughs> and he buries his face in his hands. <laughs> I expected he, he that. He has two hands, right? Well, his hand. <laughs> he buries yeah. his face in his hand. I lend him my other one. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that's not good. I know about it. Uh, he says we don't have much time then. Uh, what those are are essentially magical carrier pigeons. That if a patrol runs into some sort of problem for any reason, it breaks free of the patrol leader and immediately retreats back to the Overwatch, uh, where. More bands of Warforged are alerted that that is a troublesome area, and they basically descend upon that place. Okay, uh, they don't know that we're here or anything, right? Well, they'll be able to see anybody who was battling in the area. Oh, so it... okay. So the element of surprise is lost in terms of your... And then he kind of, like, he, he, he almost, like... Hipster-esque rolls his eyes your miraculous return. <laughs> what a dick. I look over at Malchus because I know he eats that shit up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the situation as it stands now. It's only a matter of time before they overwhelm us and take the city. Uh, with each passing week, uh, there seems to be more Warforged. We don't know how they're making them or where they're coming from uh, exactly within the city, but uh, 
it's only a matter of time before they just completely overwhelm us. Are you certain that they're manufactured in the city on site? We had spies in the city up until about two months ago. Uh, We are guessing that they were either discovered or murdered in some unforeseen incident, but we've lost contact with them. Uh, We were getting reports regularly about goings-on in the city. Uh, That's how we knew about the mages. That's how we knew about uh, Carter's speeches, which is mostly propaganda. Mm. Who controls the Warforge? Uh, We're not entirely sure. We're guessing it all falls under Carter's command, but he has to have delegates. What about the, the mage that was called... As far as we know, he never left the city, so that's probably a good guess. They, you, you, you mentioned before they were made special, so they're completely obedient. Like, is there a way to know if they, if we kill the head mage that made them, if they would be normal like me, or how they would obey us? Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I want slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says we, we honestly don't know that much about them. Uh, we, we don't have many mages in the area. We have no contacts to the city of Umaniro, and we, we don't really... We have a mage. Uh, and uh, he, he looks at Draconis for almost acknowledging him for the, for the first time. And uh, he says, is that true? Yeah, that's true. Fire mage. Uh, and he says, I mean, if if we can get one of those carrier pigeons, that would be incredibly helpful for us to find out more about the city. Maybe we could use that technology against them. Hmm. So what if we were to... Okay, how, uh, relatively speaking, how fast would they get their troops back to the spot that we destroyed the other Warforge? Where did you encounter them? I don't know. Where did we encounter them? We, we, tell, we tell him where we encountered yeah, them. Right. We just pointed the map. the map. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and he says it, it would take days for them to for them to mobilize. Uh, they're, they're tough, right. but they're pretty slow. Would, would us getting the remains of one of the Warforged do us any good? Uh, he says we've, we've had people study them. We, we really don't know much about how they're created other than we, we we understand that they're obedient and that they can't be turned that we know of but we, we don't understand where or how they came to be so you need a carrier pigeon that would be our best bet in terms of spying on Overdale Overwatch. I have a, I have a thought uh, first of all is, is Overwatch east of here or west of here I can't remember south south well okay I'm awful at everything um okay <laughs> So, now back in character. Um, if Overwatch is south of here, we encountered a patrol to the north, and we go out to the west or east and slay another patrol, we can create the illusion of motion that we are traveling around Winterhaven and away from Winterhaven. Perhaps they'll think we're moving along a particular vector if they've got dead to the north and then dead to the east or west. And what if we take the leader alive? 
wouldn't hurt either. Uh, If you could manage to do that, that would be, again, incredibly helpful, but even the first sign of captivity, he would probably release the carrier pigeon. Well, is there at least a device that you have, like a net or something like that we can throw over? Yeah, to capture it. Because it pops out of his chest, so if we cover him up, then it'll give us a better chance of capturing the uh, bird or whatever it was. Plus, if he's in captivity, that means there's a couple of us right there to try to grab it before it can get away. Yeah. Just bust through his chest and grab it. Or we, we, could just, <laughs> we could just make sure that the person with the best reflex is closest to... That is not good enough. Not after like a fucking like 40-minute fight. We almost died the last time. Yeah. So, any thoughts on how we would go about capturing one of these carrier pigeons? Uh, he seems to give this some thought for a while. Uh, he said that uh, we can give you nets, but we've never we've never actually tried capturing one of the one of the patrol captains. We've it's pretty much just destroy on sight, and that's only if they get close enough to the city to threaten us. I'm just saying, like, we could destroy it, and right when it hits the ground, we throw nets on it, so... Then when the thing pops out, it's in the net for a little bit, so we can grab it then. It gives us a better chance to grab it, rather than just, like, jumping for it right when it pops out and starts flying away. Yeah. Uh, he said, yeah, we can give you nets. That's, that's... The nets aren't a problem. It's... You fought them before you know how... You know how formidable they are. All right, well... Died. Um, if you give us some people, then it would go a lot better. A few, uh, rangers or something. Somebody they can stay back out of the trouble so but we then can at that, run But away. then at that point, if we're traveling with more people, it would be harder to avoid what? other... You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, a- like, three bowmen. I'm not... I'm not saying uh, we grab a platoon with us. Uh, he says that he 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 thinks about it. He's like, I don't feel comfortable with sending extra people out outside of the city. Can't spare three people. I think it's understandable. I think we need to prove ourselves at this point. You kind of get the you kind of get the feeling that it's not just not just the fact that he doesn't. It's you. He doesn't want to spare people right. to you. Like I said, we. We need to prove ourselves. If we want his help, we can't just barge in and demand it. Like we have to, we, we have to play the game a little bit, right? We played his game by wiping out one of the patrols by ourselves. But we were defending ourselves. That wasn't. Yeah. We didn't know what we were doing at that point. Basically, okay, he wants he, us to get a pigeon. Basically, is what we got to do for this dude. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting from it. You said we have a couple days, correct? Uh, yeah, it would take him at least three days to mobilize and, and get anyone here. What's the closest... Uh, what's the closest unit to us that you know of? Uh, he points to uh, a section on the map that's uh, that's about seven hours away. Uh, that that it's, it's west of the city. And I look at Malchus, and that would fit in with your plan, correct? We need to look like we're moving a particular direction that will keep them away. All right, what's west? It's a particular direction that would. <laughs> well, no, no, saying, like, what is west? Is there a town out there? What what's out west? The patrol. 
No, but like what else generally? See, like like <laughs> we are at the coast of the, we're near the Not West all the way, not all the way. No, no, no. Not not the coast coast. You I'm guys I'm saying are, like if we hit one that's heading east, that's out towards the rest of the land. Then it could look like we're going anywhere. Okay, what's the closest one to the east? Yeah, what's the closest one to the east then? Wait, wait, I'm not understanding you. He's the saying one, that uh, if we go Just west, saying, there's nothing but coast ahead, and to the east is everything. Yeah, so, so it, if we go to the east, then it gives it they, yeah, the impression. It could be going anywhere. Yeah, okay. Like, if we go to the west, it's still, there's only really Winter Haven. Okay, okay. I hear what you're saying now. Okay. That took and that sounds like we're just murdering things just because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he points to a section on the map that, well, if you're heading east, then this is the nearest patrol. It's about five hours away. Well, that's closer yeah. than the other one, Dick. We said... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we said the closest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really call him a dick. That's not... <laughs> Actually, they're right outside. If you want to take care of those... <laughs> Okay, um, so what if we give it a night to recuperate and to eat and to strengthen a bit, um, get the, let Talia do her speech to the town, um, and maybe tomorrow head east? I'm in. I like it. We're going to need those nets. Yeah, we'll need those nets. Uh, he said, I'll arrange something with my men. Thank you. And then he just points at the door. Oh, okay, cool, thanks. That's the exit? Room. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Malchus says, you know, as heroes of Winterhaven who have gone and slain Drock himself, oh, we are your best chance for survival. It would behoove you to stop acting like a petulant child. Ooh. You gotta hand it to Malchus, he has a point. And he storms out of the room. And then he said that he cape, capes for storm out. Does he seriously? Sure, yeah. Uh, Was that him walking away? Classic <laughs> 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 Malchus. Yeah. Uh, and then Ian, uh, Ian uh, speaks up to Rodswell. Uh, and he says, you might want to remind your friend that the last time we placed hope in him, you disappeared for 17 years. I'm so glad I am not in that room to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> he screamed from two rooms down the hall. <laughs> I heard that, Mister. He, he screamed it. I come bursting back through that wall like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, Lord Cerverus, I'm sure that you can tell by our appearance that we weren't out <laughs> gallivanting around for 17 years. But I will take note of that. Uh, he says, "You do that." Uh, oh, by the way, uh, I'd like to introduce you. I'm sure you remember Thoral. <laughs> and he says, the vampire. Yeah, I remember him. He doesn't look like a vampire, does he? <laughs> he didn't know him as a vampire, did he? Yeah, he did. Well, he knew, like, he knew you guys, like, spying on you guys, essentially. Like, he saw, like, he knows about it. And then, of course, he, like, he's he's known Talia for years and years, so... And, and the witch, and he and, saw yeah. us with Bree, so... He definitely has enough evidence. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> I'll allow it. Is, Nath- right. uh, uh, is Nathaniel in the room? Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Uh, so, 
you guys are leaving. Uh, you're 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 leaving Ian's study. You have a choice or anything? Well, right. yeah. All right, we're leaving the study. All right, Draconis stops everybody in the hall after we get out of shouting distance from the dude's uh, little study and whatnot, and he looks at everybody and basically, I want to know this guy's story. What the hell's going on? I understand you guys got a history. I understand he's got a missing hand. What the hell? Who is this guy and what you guys do to him? Oh, yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, Yenward and I have been informed of the story, but Draconis wasn't around for that. So. Yeah, I want to know what the hell's going on. Like, why is he treating us like shit? Um, okay, somebody stop me if I get any of this wrong. Uh, we were asked by Winterhaven to assist in some matters involving standard monster-killing sorts of things. He was the captain of the guard at that time. He became competitive with us. We made him look bad. Then later, we faced him in the Tournament of Champions, right? Uh, we well, didn't face him. He so just failed him. out. Yeah. Uh, he faced a, yeah, he faced a worm similar to you guys. And that was Overdale, not Winterhead. Overdale, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. I thought he only said... Uh, anyway, okay. Um, then we fought in the same competition again, and though uh, it was not our fault at all, he lost his hand in a terrible monster-related workplace accident. Uh, I mean, basically... He just hates us for being really good at what we do and making him look completely ignorant. That's it? That's what this whole... I, th- I thought you guys, like, killed his mom or something. It's mm, hard no. to be a number two. He's just number... an asshole. No. He's very, I mean, he's very competitive. I mean, it probably smarts pretty bad that his... It... <laughs> that his child... That his child is actually Thorl's <laughs> child, and Thorl is back. But other than that, we haven't done you anything. Yeah, well, we don't know that for sure. It's, it's a matter. It's a matter of pride. So, uh, what, is this guy legit? Is he good, or are we or are we going to have to worry about this guy? Basically, no, we're not going to have to worry about this guy. We can kill him in sleep. <laughs> we, yeah, we can kill him. Uh, Malchus. Yes. Can I get your assurance that you're not going to storm through that door? Have you calmed down enough? Which door? The the to his study study. Yeah. I was was there cause to storm back in there? What did, did he just, say? Just something give me your assurance. Just give me your assurance that you. Well, well, what did he say after I left? <laughs> I am just. I'm just supposed to tell you that uh, we should remember that we were gone for 17 years. That's that's all. No big deal. Hold me back. <laughs> I, I do it in like a joking manner, kind of like, look at this guy. Like, come on, you know. <laughs> Malchus, Malchus just rolls his eyes. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so should we only go the, face only, only because you took time to ask me nicely, Watson? <laughs> should we go face our adoring public? Can't wait. All the little universe. Um. <clears throat> So, uh, n- near the near the the foyer, uh, you're greeted by Talia, uh, and uh, she says, I've, "I've arranged to have people gather in the town square, and I'm going to explain the situation." Uh, and then you wanted to make an address after that. I did. Uh, 
she says, okay. And then she motions to two guards who open the double doors leading out of the building. <clears throat> and uh, directly outside, there's uh, there's a just a ton of people gathered. It numbers in the hundreds. Uh, and uh, she she describes the situation, uh, who you guys are, and how you're 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 knights here, and you're you're valued members of society, and you don't mean them any harm, and in fact, you are going to help defend the city. Uh, and then, uh, so the crowd, like, seeing, uh, seeing Malchus there, and they don't make a connection necessarily between, that. like, just because he's a tiefling, they don't say, oh, well, he must be, you know, the guy that who said it. Yeah, that, that, Malchus, that tiefling. Uh, but then she goes on to say, yes, that is that guy, and then, th- like, the crowd starts turning on her, <clears throat> and then she, yeah, and that in combination with Ironhide there. We can uh, still cut him down. <laughs> is that what you'd like to do? Would you like to start murdering? <laughs> Just go all saber Sign of solidarity to Overwatch. Just look what we did for you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but but as she goes on to describe, you, you know what what is happening and what you've done for the city and. Uh, uh, she, they, 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 they calm down. Uh, and then she turns things over to Malchus. Malchus nods and steps up to the... What, are we, like, are we, like, on a balcony? It's basically the front or? porch of this, this, this place. Like, they've just kind of gathered just outside the Great Hall. Like, it's, it's, yeah. Okay, so Malchus steps up and, um, goes on. I'm a gambling man. You kind of have to be in this line of work. One thing I did not count on was the idea that I might be robbed of 17 years without the ability to see any of this happening or to to lay my hands on it or do anything about it. I felt like the odds on that one were pretty slim. One thing you can count on is... Every number comes up eventually. We don't all have to live like that. Most of you get to live your days with an eye toward seeing things as they progress slowly but surely. I come back 17 years later, and it is weeks ago for me. Weeks ago in the time that I remember. I assure you, had I been here, things would have gone differently. Now, whether that means I would have died trying to stop what ultimately happened, or myself and my friends did make a better future for you, no one can know. But I tell you now that I and my friends are back, we will do everything in our power to give you the future you deserve. The future we were not here to help you gain. And I hope that by the time we have done what we set out to do, history will history will know me better. Till then, I ask for your patience. Thank you. Uh, there's this kind of small smattering of applause, but it's not. Uh, it's almost patronizing. Oh, bitch! 
in a weird way. Justin, roll an athletics check, please. Whoa. Okay. Should explode in fiery glory. <laughs> what, what? What is it? Athletic? Athletics check, yeah. Ooh. Someone's totally throwing something at you. Yep. <laughs> you better get a tomato in the face, son. But probably more. <laughs> okay. So, from the crowd, uh, a a small object is whipped towards the porch, uh, and it hits Ironhide dead in the face. Uh, and it appears to be a potato, oh. which kind of shatters on, like, just on his forehead on impact. Uh, and, uh, now, the crowd seems just as shocked that this happened as, <laughs> as, as you are that it happened to you. And, uh, the, the, the guy in the crowd, uh, who, as, as, as you kind of narrow in on the guy, like, you could see who did it. Uh, it's this, uh, slender, kind of bearded, surly-looking human. And, uh, he says, get the fuck out of here! He just oh, screams wow. that at you. Rude. <laughs> and everyone kind of, everyone once they see like the guy screamed, everyone kind of backs away from that guy. So there's kind of this. Come on, guys, certain, really? <laughs> and uh, the guy kind of looks at the crowd like, "Oh, I thought we were together on this. That's not. That's not what we're doing." <laughs> and he starts walking towards the porch. He's like. He, that, that, that barely phases him, and he starts walking towards the porch. He's like, I'm not going to have any goddamn war forged in this city. Like You can tell he's drunk. Malchus will step in between Ironhide and the man. Now, would Malchus have to roll a diplomacy check at this point? To step in front of him? Not at all. Oh, okay. Don't hold him back. <laughs> you said he's, he's bearded? Ironhide is said? Yes. Okay. So you're just, you're just holding him back, Malchus? I... I it, does he keep coming? Does he... He stops shy. Like, he's not... Like he's, he's just... It's more trying to intimidate than actually trying to fight. Uh, and uh, he, he starts shouting at Talia. You're just gonna let him stay here? Huh? After all they've done? To this city? You're just gonna let him stay here? I suggest you rethink your animosity. We are the best hope for this city. Do you want to roll any kind of check on this? I, I feel I like that's intimidate. Okay. <clears throat> I don't, was that intimidating, guys? How'd I do? You showed <laughs> it was him. pretty intimidating. I was scared. It's not as good as get the fuck out of here, but it's pretty intimidating. Come on, at a plus 15, I have to be able to intimidate a peasant. 17. 17. Unless I roll a 2. The, guy, <laughs> uh, the, the 17 looks to be sufficient. Like, you, he just... Uh, hi, mind your tiefling. But he's like, he's just like backing up. He's like, that's right. But he's backing up, back into right the crowd. Right before he backs up all the way, can I roll a check? Sure. I want to, like, now, at this point, like, the podium is a little bit higher off the ground from where he is. It's basically the front porch. Like, you're just kind of on, like, you are higher than them, but yeah, like, you're on, like, a porch. Is there a way I can grab and throw Malchus right at him? <laughs> <laughs> just shove Malchus okay. down the stairs at him. For the record, whatever's going on, Malchus resists. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um. 
I, I think there's already enough resistance, and Malchus's impassioned speech only got a smattering of applause. I think any checks we should do at this point might be more, leaning more towards trying to win these people over and not scare them away. We don't want to come off as monsters. We already mo- we're already monsters in Overwatch. I don't want to have the same problem here. Let me think. Potato bag, especially with Ian and in, in in so much power. Like I don't know how he already doesn't trust us and. The crowd, we're not exactly winning them over here. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, 17 years later, he's not going to trust us now, no matter what we do. I'm thinking, okay, if you wanted to go with that plan, I'm trying to think of how we would do that. I guess that would just basically be Justin rolling a check against Rob's fortitude? Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, some kind of... <clears throat> oh, man. Is it going to be my uh, strength? So what you're proposing, and I'm just trying to... I I'm, I'm really just want to explore this, because I'm just... I'm curious... You're proposing like a bar, like a drunk toss. Like you're trying to grab him up by like the waist of his pants and the scruff of his neck and throw him at the guy. Just kind of grab him outside the ring. <laughs> Just gonna grab well, like, him whatever I can grab. So let me get, so so now wait. You're, wait let me get this straight. You're the action. You're you're trying to do something to burn what little goodwill Malchus and, and Ironhide have. Not to throw that at you. He did step in front of the guy. Like, he did step in front of you to, like, block him from you. So, like, where all the bet? Like, somebody has rage. I saw, that's almost like Dan Smack Jason in the face and hold him there. <laughs> like, like you, right off the bat, like, something's thrown at you and say, like, okay, we're going to help you guys out. Bam! Some collides with your face. Somebody jumps inside your way to prevent you from working off that anger. So... I was trying to stop the guy from approaching. And you're okay. You're looking at it from the thing of like, Malchus. Malchus stole a moment from you. Yeah. That's it. And he's right in front of me, so I mean, he's going to break your fall. I just don't see the plus side to this, guys. But he's not. No, 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 no. Not everything is going to be for a plus side. Right. Justin's playing his character. That's what. If that's what Ironhide would do, you could try it. I help prevent this. Yeah, I want to do a roll to stop to yeah. grab on to Malchus. Wait, wait, I want to roll stop, to stop them from stopping Malchus. <laughs> no! You're going to look so cooperative in front of these people. <laughs> okay, go so... Go, go ahead, try to throw me. Wait, I want to help wait. Ironhide pick up Malchus. Nope. God damn it, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Justin, you're serious about doing this? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So what am I going to have to do here? I never picked Roll, I, never I would guess. Oh Hold never on a second. Party member before. I would <laughs> guess. I would guess that you would roll your d20 plus a strength modifier, which is zero. Three. There is You're, a strength. Oh, modifier. so sorry. So sorry. I'm looking at the wrong character. I love his, it. I know. Great. At least right. his, his attack bonus should be included in there, but um, so so that's going to be plus four at least. So it's plus four. That's so that. D twenty plus four. I would imagine would be. Uh, I kind of hope I don't crit on this one, but oh god, oh, I crit god. almost. God. All yeah. right. So the power. Okay, what can I? We see him doing this. Is there anything? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So let me describe the scene because it's let not. Let the dice fall. Let the dice fall. You can't. You can't. You can't play. Uh, okay. So the scene is. Guy throws a potato. <laughs> Holy shit. Guy throws a potato, shatters on Ironhide's face. Ironhide's super pissed, doesn't get to do anything. The guy 
shrieks at him, get the fuck out of here, Ironhide's getting more pissed. The guy advances towards Ironhide, Malchus steps in the way, thinking he's doing a good deed. Ironhide misinterprets this as Malchus trying to control Ironhide, so Ironhide proceeds to grab Malchus by the back, but by his back and, and, and waist, and drunk toss Malchus <laughs> at the guy. Spear, spear, spear. <laughs> Malchus sails through the air and falls on top of the gentleman. Wow. That shit just happened. Uh, the crowd gasps. And everyone on the porch, the guards included, uh, the, the, the guards race down to retrieve Malchus and to apprehend the man. Uh, and Talia, hey, 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 let's hey. If we're playing the dice as they roll, they should be trying to apprehend Ironhide at this point too. Uh, Talia, what let's the face fuck it. is happening? You got insane. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yenward's applauding. <laughs> I'm just. We're gonna be banished from this place now. Like we have, okay, everything that we've worked for, everything that's been written, all this storyline. Hold on, hold on, hold on, relax. Life is messy sometimes. It doesn't. It doesn't. This guy was pissed off at us because he held a grudge for seventeen years. Why did you? Why did you do something? Why did you do something like that to make him feel more like fear? Fear. So, uh, Talia looks mortified. Like, she looks at Ironhide like, what the hell? I just told these people that you guys are, you guys are cool, and you do she this. She made and- you out to be a hero, man. Uh, <laughs> you guys, it's, it's not about to get better, alright? Malchus springs to his feet, closes the gap between him and Ironhide, and his Blade of Annihilation springs to his hand, and he gets right up in Ironhide's face, and he says... You touch me one more time, and I will reduce you to so much slag and ash. I just rolled a 20 diplomacy check. Does that do anything? <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. Between these two. Uh, you, can't, it, you can't really roll a diplomacy check against your own teammates. It's kind of... Is it? I mean... Like, well, I, I mean, I guess you'd be rolling against their... I, I mean, you're you're not trying to trick them or anything, so it's not an insight thing, and you're not trying well, to yeah, like, they, we'll just talk to them. It's like, is that yeah. a would that be I, will? Would that be diplomacy versus will? That I I really don't know. <laughs> I don't tell him tell him it's will, and he misses it. Just no, but I, I got I got Ironhide if it's will. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't you didn't tell me what you were rolling against before you rolled, so you can't <laughs> roll and then tell me. Armor class. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really the way it works, because you could just make anything up. Then, well, I meant to do. You know, I can't. How, do, how just, does Ironhide respond to my stare down? Because I, I am there in his face, just like burning gaze into his eyes at this point. Well, if you pull out your plate, I'm pulling out mine. Oh, <laughs> of course you are. Why wouldn't you? Now, can I roll a? Diff- what can I do? I want to do something. <laughs> get ready to heal somebody because somebody's about to get knocked unconscious. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> a duel in the middle of this. So a crowd is gathered. Basically, <laughs> most of Winterhaven is gathered. Uh, you two are the returning heroes who, after 17 years, you know, there, there's legends told about you guys and everything, whether it be good <laughs> or bad. And the first act 
<laughs> publicly is to get into a fist fight with your own team members. So both of your blades are drawn. You're both standing on this porch, staring at each other. What would you like to do? Initiative. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a plus four. I'm gonna hey, we got, we got uh, we're going east tomorrow, guys. Is there anything we can do to restrain them? Yeah, we're we're going east tomorrow. We can't. Be you could totally now now see that's an easier thing. You could totally try to restrain them, like to separate them physically. That's much easier to do. A diplomacy check is kind of a little harder to gauge. Like I I, I, would I thought actually... it was gonna be like one of those things. Like diplomacy is like okay, guys, there's time and place for everything. Let's settle it. Yeah, that's. And you could do that. That's fine. Like I, I, I would just ha- we'd have to take a two minute break so I could look that up. <laughs> I've never actually read anything about that. I don't. Rob, what's the question? Can a teammate roll a diplomacy check on another teammate? And if so, what are you checking against? It's so it's probably passive insight, really. Um, okay, and it's not. I mean, with a teammate, all you're basically. It's not like you can control my... I mean, basically, the diplomacy check has to mean something, so I need to hear yeah. what what he says, and right, we need to... like. Yeah. You can probably... Okay. Then can I just talk? Yes. Okay. Okay. I step in the middle of Ironhide and Malchus at this point. You better get tossed. And I focus <laughs> on Malchus. I, at, first, at first, I focus on Malchus, because... Actually, yeah, at first I focus on Malchus because, you know, I seem to have a better rapport with Malchus. (laughs) And I look at Malchus and I say, Malchus, you are trying hard to get this town to accept us. We have a duty to protect this town from what we've caused. You cannot throw it all away just because of an enraged Ironhide who has Last done time something I looked, that wasn't the one who did the throwing. Listen, do you, he was enraged. He had just had something thrown at him. He thought you were a threat. Okay. I can play my own battles. I don't need you jumping in front oh, of Jesus me. Christ. He's going to reach over. To oh, he's saying, that he's saying that's Malchus? Yeah. We cannot <laughs> fight. If we're going to do this, let's do this somewhere else. Take this outside. Malchus dissipates his blade of annihilation and says, Fine, you're on your own from now on. Hmm. And just Cape Swish, walk away. <laughs> Two in one episode, bravo. <laughs> Wait, where is Malchus walking? <laughs> He's just walking out in the like, He's gonna go sit with the drunk. Uh, just off the porch and out into the town. Uh, the crowd separates as you walk through them. They just kind of make a way. And, you know. Oh, and I, I bristle to get them as far away as possible. possible. And I turn to Ironhide and I say, if you want any chance of freeing those Warforged and making things right, you will not follow him right now. We will take care of this on a different time, sir. I don't need to follow him. Okay. Uh, what's we, the 
vagabond doing? I also right want to scream. He's walking like a bitch right now. <laughs> so, oh, really? Now I want to. <laughs> now I want to. I want to swoop my uh, cape and then run the other way <laughs> into the night. Okay. All right, as long. All right, as long as you, as long as you walked or ran after that. I feel no need. I feel no need to add to the situation. And uh, can I gauge the crowd at all at this point? Uh, the crowd, yes, yeah, you you absolutely can. Uh, mostly shock, <laughs> mostly shock and disbelief for a number of reasons. One, that you guys are the same people who left seventeen years ago, haven't changed. Uh, two, because you are fighting each other in 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 the middle of the the, the city. Uh, three. Uh, that guy is screaming obscenities as he's being apprehended and uh, drug away to presumably a, a, a holding cell or something like that to sleep it off. Uh, four, because Malchus is now charging through the city. Okay. I... I, 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 I charging. Well, I mean... He's scared. It's, okay, it's a brisk and menacing walk. <laughs> at this point, Rodswell stands in front of the crowd... And I... Is Talia still around? Is she, like... Where is she? Uh, yeah, she's kind of... She's there, <laughs> but a lot less proud to be there. Okay. Um, I bring her... I bring her back to the forefront with me. And I address the crowd. And I... I introduce myself as Rodswell Joy Baton. Okay. At this point, I say that, uh... As you all know, we have been we have lost 17 years of our time so yes that would make me related to Duncan Joy Baton I want to thank you for giving my kin the burial and respect and the memories that he deserves and I will assure you that despite the actions of my friends we can work together and we can save this town and all I ask is that you put some faith in us and give us the freedom to help you. We will prove ourselves to you. I promise. Uh, roll a diplomacy check, please. Yeah, I know. 19. Okay. Uh, you seem to be... You seem to have won a good portion of the crowd over with that. Like, they... they like, oh, okay. That kind of... Like, they're all... They're very... Uh, uh, tentative about it, but they're yeah. confident on his shaky legs. Yeah, they're willing to give us a chance. Right. Okay. Probably getting a bonus because he's a pink skin. <laughs> Use whatever I can, motherfucker. <laughs> <clears throat> Fucking red menace. Swear to God. <laughs> red menace. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, do you guys want to? Uh, on that note. Uh, Rodswell takes off and tries to catch up to Malchus. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to let everyone else say what they're going to do before we move on. Does anyone else want to address the crowd at all? No. I want to slowly back uh, into the doors <laughs> from where we came, back into the uh, room. Are we on like a podium or just like a porch? Like a porch. Oh. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'd like to give a bow before I make Max it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. USA. USA. Uh, Yenwer takes a bow, which confuses the crowd <laughs> quite a bit. A minotaur curtsy up in front. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a little slow. Uh, do me a favor. 
uh, Draconis. Yeah. Roll a flat d20 for me. D20. All right. And volume. 17. Okay. Uh... Uh, where are you? Where are you walking? You you said you backed. Were you backing back into the house? Or yeah, back you... through the double doors that we came from. Okay. Immediately upon walking back through the double doors, uh, you double over in pain. Oh yes, it's good. Uh, and you start to cough up a small amount of blood. Okay, that's bad. Uh, and That's what we then... get for a 17? Jesus Christ. I know, I was about to say, I'm glad I didn't roll a 1. Yeah. <laughs> Your dick falls right off. <laughs> I'm going to explain this as time goes on, but this is uh, not something that's going to go away. I think I get the gist. <clears throat> so, uh... It's those uh, Dragonborn Coke withdrawal symptoms. So who <laughs> saw that, by the way? Who witnessed that? Uh, not Malchus, not Rodswell. Yeah. Not Ironhide, not well, Yenward, no, no, I maybe. I did charge off, all right? That was just a joke. You can't retcon, you, you say. Right? Yeah. I'm inside the uh, the house now. Or yeah, the, so Yenward is probably the only one who saw it because Yenward took a bow and then walked back <laughs> in. So. so Thoral's just standing outside like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, what does Thoral do? <laughs> I, I, I'm Thoral's most definitely leaving as well. I, I don't bow or anything, I'm just sort of... <laughs> You're just going to the bar, right? Like you're yeah. <laughs> so after everything that happened, I don't feel like it's necessary to do any sort of other actions other than just leave. Uh, Thor just needs Thor just needs to get up there and make a speech, including the line, "You know, to some of you out there, I even feel like a father to you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, I see where you go. Uh, so, so Yenward's the only one who witnesses this, and after a few moments, uh, Draconis, like, composes himself, and, and stands back up. Doesn't even help me out, damn. Come on. <laughs> Yenward helps those who help themselves. <laughs> hey, now. Nice. Okay, so. T-shirt. Uh, do, do you guys want to talk about that or anything, or are you just gonna... Well, I mean, I'm, something? at this point, I'm chasing... I mean, right, but yes, Yenward. He's still running. Yes, I was, I was waiting for him. Okay, uh, you, you all right? Yeah, no, like a little butt there. Hey, listen, listen. All right. this, this was hey, this was between you and me. Okay, you got a lot I'm of secrets. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think I fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting kind of scared now. <laughs> Um, walks away. <laughs> uh, does uh, do 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 Malchus and Rodswell want to chat at all, or do you just want to move forward to the next day? Um, I well, I, I definitely think that <laughs> we need to figure something out <laughs> before we head off into the woods, trying to <laughs> work together here for that big hunting trip. So yeah, I'm I'm following Malchus. It's up. To, I don't know where I'm following Malchus too. That is probably a bar. Malchus? Uh, probably a bar. Okay. And is Malchus uh, allowed to be, is like, are they like willing to serve Malchus at this point? Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, they, everyone got the heads up, it's fine. And again, this isn't like they're racist or anything, it's just Malchus as an individual, like it's... Right. 
it's I, I mean it's like then this is my friend John Hitler like it's like oh <laughs> whew, like it like the name well, just well, like, I mean it was him that did it it's that's him. true it's like this is my friend Adolf Hitler like that's you're right that's even worse that's <laughs> look he wasn't as bad as you think okay Go he's ahead. misunderstood wait who wasn't bad Hitler wait, the stories <laughs> of Hitler were greatly exaggerated <laughs> that's that's kind of what you're dealing with not not that Malchus did anything like physically to oppress but like. It's looked. It's looked upon. That Malchus gave Overdale the keys to do what they've done. That's what it is. But you all signed it. Like, let's not put this all on him. But one of us can't read or write, so (laughs) (laughs) just put his his print. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say ball print. Damn, and then he bowed and walked away. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so yes, I follow Malchus into the bar, and I I belly up to the bar next to him. And I just kind of look at him. You know what the worst part is, Rodswell? I was extending some degree of understanding to that rusted suit of armor. <clears throat> he's, he's working very hard to, er, to burn whatever little goodwill I had for him. And by... <laughs> By letting him get to you, you are working very hard on burning whatever little goodwill this town is giving to you. It's hardly the same place. But you're the same person. And you're the same person who, years ago, swore, swore to protect this city. And, well, not person, I, I apologize, Tiefling. I said Tiefling. Uh, <laughs> people. You use person for us, that's... No. Oh, okay. Tieflings are people. Okay. Um... <laughs> And you're the, you're the same person that swore that they would protect the city. And you're the same person who sat in that room with us just now and talked to Talia and understood the dire situation the city is in. Dis- and, and we, as knights of Winterhaven, and as the people who, in one way or another, caused this whole mess... And we can debate and argue and fight over which one of us were the catalysts. But we, as a group, have caused this. And it's our duty to clean this up. And the only way we're going to is if we have support of those people. So Ironhide's foolishness is completely excused and I'm called upon to be the bigger person? That's how it works? No. But I don't know how to control Ironhide. I don't know how to discuss things with Ironhide. I've never had that kind of relationship with him. But with you, I've been able to discuss things and talk things out. And in this case, I'm not saying that you have to be the bigger person. But I'm asking you to work with him in order to get this done. And once this is done, you two can do whatever you must do. But right now, we have a job to do. Agreed. Now, I don't know what you can do to mend things with Ironhide, but I would say right now, maybe sitting here and drinking away your problems isn't going to solve anything. It's going to solve me not melting Ironhide down for scrap. Isn't that what you asked me for? But tomorrow, we have to be very aware, sir. We're going out to fight. Remember what it was like in that past battle that we had with the Warforged? We did it once. We can do it again. And I almost died. 
and I was only saved by Yinwer, who had a potion, which we do not have. We need you to be at 100%. Why don't we rest? You do not need to worry about my proficiency in battle. Well, I guess I've won half the battle. Because you and I are not going to kill each other at this point. So, And then I throw some gold down and I say, this one's on me, alright? Malchus nods. And I get up and I let him be. Uh, does anyone else want to do anything before we advance? No, I'm fine. Okay. Are there shops in Winterhaven? Uh, there are. Uh, we have plenty shops. What are like? What are you guys looking for specifically? Potions. Uh, we could totally get you guys some potions. Mm. Potions. I'm just, I'm just imagining Yenward walking up to the group the next day and looking at uh, Rodsel and being like, Hey, uh, so that potion was pretty helpful last time. I got us a six-pack. Shake, shake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the little rings and everything all held together. Yeah, I want that. Ex- I want exactly that to happen. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so Yenward's going out shopping. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what I bought after session. All right, uh, and I'll, I'll set up these potions of healing real quick. Uh, they're 50 gold each. Uh, mm-hmm. And they have, uh, they have like five in in stock. So do you just want to buy all five? Yes, I would. Okay. <laughs> all at once, right now, in one glass. <laughs> all right. So potions of healing, and that's negative two fifty for you. All right. All right. So Yenward is carrying five health potions, Dead. and let me mark that on his character. Yay! Mark. Deets. I have that spring water. You do. Yes. You sure do. So exclusive alien inside my uh, catalog. How uh, are those uh, horn tips I passed on last time standard? Can I buy some of those? Uh, those are gone. It's only been 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured they, they'd make something like that everywhere, but okay. <laughs> yes, it's kind of a specialized item. That's... Alright, five health potions. Yeah. Uh, they heal you for ten hit points each. Just a flat uh, ten. And minor action. You, you know all the good stuff. Yes. So, you guys are heading out, right? Yes. <clears throat> Alright, so let's have you head out. So, heading east. Yay, five hours. <laughs> it would be short if we just head out seven hours. <laughs> You know, the guy's probably just dicking you around at some point, right? Like, he's not, like... Or he maybe misinterpreted you. Whatever. I don't care. I hate him. Uh, There's I'm a patrol place. right here in the ocean. These <laughs> <laughs> sharks are clearly for... Overwatch. Um, okay, just scattering you about the, the, the battlefield here. Uh, so... Uh, on your way, kind of looking for this patrol... Uh, you're walking for a few hours, and uh, I want you 
uh, one of you to make a perception check. No. Uh, I believe that's me. Okay. Plus your bonus. Yeah, it's plus ten, so... Eighteen. Okay. Uh... Uh, while while you're walking through this 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 kind of valley where there's there's actually nice trees, it, it looks fairly untouched. Actually, uh, you hear rustling, uh, and before they can get the jump on you, it's Pikachu. Uh, several figures jump out of uh, from behind trees and bushes. Oh my god! Fucking crazy. <laughs> Uh, it looks like uh, several drow and uh, a half orc. Oh, several drow. Wait, are any of these creatures uh, affecting the thing? Affecting what thing? My 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 sight. Uh, the orb body. of light. Uh, no, the orb of light doesn't. Uh, it doesn't react to them at all. Uh, they're they're definitely living too. It's uh, they're 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 not uh, they're not undead in any way. They're just uh, enraged and attacking you. Uh, they kind of jump out behind the trees and bushes and just start going Aah! like just running at you. <laughs> I'm announcing myself, <laughs> uh, which uh, is terrifying. So everyone, roll initiative. Uh, my initiative is seventeen. Yeah, just what announce nine. Initiative. Awesome. <laughs> That's... I always forget where my initiative is. It's on details. Details. That's Nine. my second one so far, by the way. Oh. You're trying, man. Yeah, I know. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of the road. <laughs> Sixteen for Ian Word. Sixteen's pretty cool, man. Yeah, man. Pretty stoked. 22 for Malchus. And what did Ironhide get? 17. Oh, I got that. Uh, Draconis, what'd you get? 22. 22. All right. That's a berry storm rendering some of these draw. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and add these guys to the initiative tracker. They're our new friends. <laughs> I'm guessing that one's supposed to be a lady. Uh, yes. Yes, okay. That's right. Sexy lady. I call her. <laughs> Uh, Malchus, you're up. Nice. Um, wow, we really got kind of surroundified here, didn't we? <laughs> um, Good going, yeah. Gonna go to the, um, some kind of looping around this guy's threatened area to get there. Okay. Actually, let's get there. Okay. Um, and I will open with Great. the usual uh, Soul Eater. At plus fifteen. Did you add the one for being speedy? Uh, no, twenty-five in that case against Stacy. Ooh, that will hit. Oh man, my damage went up and everything since <laughs> we leveled. This is fun math. It makes me happy. Okay, um, D twelve plus fourteen, twenty uh, necrotic damage. Twenty damage. Excellent. And uh, no minor, no minor action. So okay. that's done. Uh, the guy looks shocked that you got the drop on him. Uh, that particular drow. Draconis, your turn. Right. Uh, first of all, these other two people were allowed to attack them. They're like with this group. Like, are they yeah. like 
The half orc and the chick, yeah. Oh yeah. Are yeah, they yeah. menacing us and brandishing weapons? Uh, the half orc seems to be uh, hanging out in the back. Everyone else seems to be like charging directly at you. He seems to be the leader. Do we see any weapons on that? Like, is he brandishing a weapon or? Uh, the half orc does have does have uh, he has a sword next to him, but again, like he's not necessarily charging at you. Okay. All right. So I, m- I move four, and I'm going to be doing fireball. Ooh. Nice. Which is uh, burst three within 20 squares. So that is, let me do this. Uh, I believe right. Like here-ish to get these. Oh, four. I can get that guy too. Yeah, good call. Let me let me move that out of there. Maybe so you can get I, that guy four. So if I do it right here, I'll yeah. get that. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, so that'll be, yeah. Good. Oh, nice. Good, good, good. All right. All right. Okay, so... D twenty plus twelve. <coughs> so we're going right down the line. So go with the female yep. drow. All right, female drow. Here we go. Boom. Twenty eight. Twenty eight will hit her and uh, ambusher number one drow. Number one roll twenty five. Twenty five will hit and the half orc. Half orc seventeen. Seventeen awesome. will miss. Bam. And Bam. the other ambusher number four. All right, seventeen again. That will also miss. So you hit these two over here. Right, you hit so the female drow and the, uh, yeah, so. Any half damage to miss targets or anything like that? Uh, yes, miss half damage. Good call. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Good call. Good call on that. Did, and did you add your one for being speedy? Uh, it wouldn't matter with those other Okay, two. gotcha. Okay. All right, so damage is 4d6 plus 7. And, okay, and boom, 23. 23, very nice. Okay, 23 to these two. And they're dead. <laughs> and they were maintenance. The <laughs> and 11? 11 to, yeah, so 11 yep. to round it down. Bam. All right, you want to do anything else? Uh, Should be it, should be good. All right. Uh, Ambusher 2, who is right behind Yenward, sees the fireball erupt and uh, Malchus uh, get the drop on his friend and stab him. Uh, And he momentarily hesitates. And then he leaps into the body of water that Yenward is in. (laughs) (laughs) And tries to stab him. So, uh, let's see here. We're going to go with... We're going to go with Dazing Strike. Okay. I don't like that. That'll sound good. Uh, that's a D20 plus 12. 19! Uh, Again. That's against AC. Nope. Okay. Uh, he looks foolish. <laughs> uh, ambusher number four, uh, who narrowly escaped being uh, completely engulfed in flames, uh, runs at Draconis... Uh, and cool. he's gonna he's gonna use his mace. Uh, Twenty-two versus your AC. Uh, hits. Okay, so that's gonna be one d eight plus four. Uh, ten. Okay. So that's ten, and he gets to shift one square. After doing that, he shifts there. Bastard. Uh, ambusher number three uh, is going to attack Malchus. With his dazing strike, uh, d20 plus 12, and that's a 14. Shit. Uh, he stands uh, there and looks foolish as a minor action. 
I um, I immediate reaction reflexive hell strike. Uh, he takes stats. He takes eleven damage. Nice. Wow. Okay. Oh, like oh goodness! Hold on, hold on. This is a push that I've never been using. Um, and I pushed a number of squares equal to my constitution. Well, that would have been helpful before. I push him four squares. Oh wow! Damn. Uh, things I haven't been doing. So Man, like I don't know if I have permissions to move this guy. So I don't. We'll see if like that. Yep. Boom. All right. So he slammed against a rock, and that does another <laughs> five damage. Awesome. Yay! Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's uh, okay. So the half orc uh, is pretty pissed off, honestly, at this. Uh, so now we boost sides on him. <laughs> uh, he charges into combat. One, two, three, four, five, six, and he's going to flank Yenward. Oh, everyone's to be in the ball with Yenward. <laughs> He's going to jump in the jacuzzi with the Edward here, and uh, uh, he's going to do something... Uh, Sexual. <laughs> uh, he is going to use his great axe. Let's have an axe fight. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> so, crit! Yikes. Uh, so that's 20 damage right off the bat. Neat. <laughs> I'm down to where everyone else is. Uh, let's see. Effect deals one. Okay, I want to create deals one d one d ten extra. Damn. Uh, so that's an extra seven. So that's twenty seven total. And uh, Take <laughs> Ironhide, your turn. All right. Uh, seeing what just happened inside okay, the pool, I'm gonna come up right behind uh, two, so I'm getting the flanking bonus. And I'm also speedy. So I'm going to come down on him really hard with a green flame blade. 15. 30. 30 will hit. And... I'm going to erase that. What is this, an 8? Get out of here. Boom. 9 damage. 9 damage, alright. I'm also going to put the Aegeus of Assault on. Okay. So he's marked... And it's the female Drow's turn. And let's see here. She's going to slink up. What does this bitch think she's doing? (laughs) Uh, She's going to use Venomous Slash. Uh, And her blades are coated with a lovely poison. Awesome. Uh, She's going to swing at Draconis. 27. That's AC. Uh, yes. Of course it is. Yeah, that hits. So that would hit anything that we have. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, 3d8 plus 5. Uh, 21, and you're going to take 5 ongoing poison damage. Oh, cool. Each turn until save ends, so. Not like you wasn't already sick or anything. Yenward, <laughs> uh, your turn. Okay, I am going to use strike against Mr. half sir, here, because he wanted to test my gangster. And boom. 35. Jesus Christ, yes, 35. Yes. Okay, and that would be 6 d10s plus, oops, 
Let me just I mark that many. as used, so you never use that again. Okay. That daily's been used. Two, three, four, five, six, plus eight. Oop, not ten. Eight. 37. Damn. Right. Mm, that's that's that's, cut his head off. That's good. Uh, that's not going to kill him, but that's going to make him rethink this. Bloodied. Hold my dick, Half-Work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Half-Work is bloodied. Do you want to shift or anything? Can I use one of my potions as a minor action? Sure. Sure can. I would like to do that. Uh, you now have four potions remaining, and you just gained plus ten hit points. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you're back up to 63. Thoral, your turn. Good turn for you. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Mm, I'd have to probably take a uh, a swing if I went across like that, wouldn't I? Yes. Okay. Um, fuck it, I'll take it. So I can get in. Uh, okay, so uh, the position there. Ambusher's going to make a <clears throat> uh, opportunity attack with his dagger, so that's uh, d20 plus 14. Better make it. 28. So yep. he makes it. Uh, but it's only a, a d4 plus 4. Yeah. 6. Alright, my turn. <laughs> Melee Goodbye, Ambusher. <laughs> Melee basic attack. Let's see, d20 plus, well now I got that's so D20 plus 17. 36. Holy fuck. 36 will hit. Uh, that's one way from being a crit. <laughs> 2D8 plus 12. 23. All right. 23. Let's see. Offhand attack. Offhand. Back up to 17. And 36 again. Jesus Christ. It always <laughs> hits harder. <laughs> 2D6 plus 12. You just did 59 damage? 18. 18 damage. Oh, 18, okay. Uh, he's definitely bloodied. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're hitting him up and down. <laughs> so he... <laughs> I wanted to make him feel good about like that one hit, and it's like, aha! And it's like, okay. Do you want to do anything else? If, if Thoral uh, shifted no, there... If Thoral shifted there, would he take an opportunity to swing again? No, no, not if you're shifting. Hey, can you shift there so I can get combat advantage on sure. Cowboy? Thank you. Cat Cowboy. Uh, ambusher, ambusher number one is going to race up to Thoral. Oh, <laughs> oh, great. And use Dazing Strike. Uh, that's plus 14 because uh, he's now flanking Thoral. 18. Oh, God nope. damn it! Yes. You guys, you. Bitches are weak. Shit is weak. Uh, Roswell, your turn. Alright, I'm gonna go right there. Uh, I'm gonna use Blessings of Battle. Uh, that is a d20 plus 16, plus 1 because I was speedy, and plus 2 because we're flanking. So, d20 plus 19, 39. That is a crit. That's a crit. Bam! Good job. That is a crit. Uh... How much damage is that? Uh, 1d8 plus 8. Um, but then, do it, I think I get something for a crit, right? Yeah, you get uh, your, your weapon. Uh, look up your weapon here. Uh, okay, now, here's the thing. You're going to get two pluses. On a critical, your orb of light gives you plus 2d6. Okay. 
plus 2d10 if it were uh, an undead, but it's not. And your only light gives you a plus 1 to... So you get plus 3d6 for it being a crit. So whatever so damage... So it's 1d8. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, 1d8, you said plus 8? 1d8 plus 8. So that's 16. Now roll 3d6. Okay. Let me clear this out. Sorry. Roll. Nine, of course. Oh, well, that's... Okay. Uh, so you did 27 damage in total, I believe? Um, sure. Yes, that sounds about right. Um, also, though, uh, Blessing of Battle, uh... You are one ally within five squares. You gain resistance to all damage until the end of your next turn. The resistance equals my constitution modifier. So, my constitution modifier is plus three. Okay. Um, and I will put that on... Let me see. Actually, I guess Yen word since he's being flanked. That would be the... All right. Uh, the female drow, you uh, you stepped in and beat the shit up. She is now at half. Uh, she, she's bloody, that is. Uh, and it is Malchus's turn. Okay. Uh, Malchus is going to scoot up to ambush number four here. Um, plus two for flanking, plus one for being speedy, plus one for attacking a bloodied target. So four on top of my regular at plus 19. Yeah, was a... Look at this pile. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like Connect Four on the minis mat. It's it just like, does, yeah. looks like a fucking logo of some sort. <laughs> Twenty-three versus AC. Uh, that'll hit. Oh, good. Okay. Um, D twelve plus fifteen. Uh, Twenty-four necrotic damage. Twenty-four necrotic damage will kill him. Yay! Yeah. Uh, I gain temporary hit points because <laughs> I eat his soul. Um. <laughs> Oh, no. Equal to my con modifier, so four, tempor- four temporary hit points. Four temporary hit points. <laughs> Tom, is, is that you that did the nom nom nom? It's always Tom. <laughs> if it something is, funny's happening in the background, it's Tom. <laughs> Finger licking good, and I'm done. Draconis, your turn. You are bloodied. Draconis. I believe in you, Draconis. Draconis. Is he even here? He's getting a sandwich. He's playing lol. Sorry about that. I was not playing. <laughs> no, I was, um, I was muted. Sorry about that. And I was asking questions. Uh, can I shift away from this chick? You Without sure can. Attack? One square. All right. But then can I still attack? And then I sure still can. Do okay. I am going to shift right there. Just back out of that. Cool. And I'm going to do a... Uh, I'm going to do Fountain of Flame, which is each enemy in the burst. So nobody has to worry about that. First one within ten squares. So that is going to be. Trying to Who are you targeting? Like what? What? What oh. area? Oh, yeah, I'm uh targeting that area. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. D twenty. So start with uh, the female drow up top, and then we'll go down to the uh, the ambusher number one. Okay. Sorry, I'm putting shit all over the map here. And hold on, I'm getting there eventually. Boom, there we go. 32. 32 will hit her. That's a crit. It and, is a crit. And ambusher? Ambusher, 30. 
30. That'll hit both of them. You, you critted her, so what's what's the damage for that? All right, that is 3d8 plus 7. Shit. She's dead. Ah, oh, she she's erupts dead. in flames. Uh, and then go ahead and roll damage. And plus 7. So this bitch gets her, uh, gets her hitting me. 27. I'm reading things I forgot to add into my character. 27. <laughs> I like how he corrected it to a 3d8 and actually rolled higher than when he rolled the 3d8. Yes. Yeah, that's right. All right. And uh, next up is ambusher number two. He didn't die? No, he didn't quite die. Right, you killed her, bitch though. At least a bitch bird. Uh, wow, that is militant towards females. Um. Oh, oh, and by the way, that little thing stays there, and every time they take fire damage at the start of their turn. Okay. So we'll uh, take fire damage later. Uh, let's see here. Ambusher number two is going to use Dazing Strike against uh, Yenward. 21 against AC. That's totally not No. Gonna... Son of a <laughs> Ambusher number two. Oh, he didn't swing at uh, Yenward? Nope, he didn't. He, he, ah. he, he swung at Yenward, not Ironhide. So go ahead and take your... You little bitch. But 19. Okay. Uh, that'll miss. Ow! Yeah. So, everyone's a failure in this one. And it's... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's Ambusher number three's turn. He... Uh, he sees this big fountain of flame, <laughs> and he skirts around it and goes right behind Malchus here, and he's going to use Dazing Strike. Uh, 24! Uh, versus AC? Yes. That will hit me. I react with Infernal Wrath once that's done. Okay. Uh, he's going to do 1d8 plus 4. Uh, and you are dazed until the end of uh, his next turn. Okay. And he takes... One second. Skype is being goofy. There we go. He takes 3 damage. Alright. So you're taking... Fire if it matters. 10. Uh, not particularly, no. Uh, okay. Shit. Alright, so you're taking ten. He yeah. took three. He is bloodied. And it is half work's turn. Half work is super pissed. Half work is <clears throat> You wanna try this? Yeah, let's see. Uh uh he gets to make two attacks this turn. Uh because because he's bloodied. Uh, so what he's going to use first is his Great Axe Attack, which is his pretty standard uh, big weapon, me swing, crush. And that's a 16, so that's no good. Uh, and he's going to follow He's gonna follow that up with Blood Flurry uh, Attack. Blood Fury, I should say. That would make more sense. Uh, and... Blood Slurry. <laughs> 26! Against what? Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. He hit it. AC, yes. Okay, so. Uh, that's 2d12 plus 2. Now he has my damage resistance. Does that do anything? Uh, yes. It, it, yes. He uh, so hard. I'm confused by the wording of it because it says, um... Uh, you were... Oh, no, I guess all damage is referring to all kinds of damage. All kinds of damage, yes. Okay. And then he, so he gets three damage resistance. Okay, and damage is eighteen. So he takes uh, Yenward's going to take fifteen damage. It's not. That's bad. 
Okay. And it is your turn, Jarek. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, if I use some like deep freeze on on number two, he's in the water. Does it freeze him in the water or? Wait, what happened? Number two, right there. He's in the water, right? Yes. If I use like a freeze ability on him, is that gonna freeze him in the water that he's in? What ability is it? It's a deep freeze. It might. Let me see. Let me let me let me check this out. It's daily. Was it daily? Stuck in this ice. That's that's the thing. Your teammate. Like, let me see here. (laughs) One to seven. Like, is it gonna hit like all of that ice? Okay. Well, it's not a burst. It's one creature. So you're you're targeting the creature, not yeah. So it'll just be him. Oh, so it's not gonna hurt the. I'm gonna do it anyway. You know. Look at you. Thirty-one. Thirty-one will hit. So that's 48 plus 6. 42 damage. Uh, 22 damage. Uh, he's bloody. Alright, he takes 10 damage when it's uh, his turn again. Because he's standing right there. Okay, okay, I see it. Okay, cool beans. And Yenward, your turn. Yeah, I'm going to use Reckless Strike. And I get to add one because it was fast. Another one because he's bloody, right? Gotcha. So it's 15. Boom. 20. 28 to hit. Gotcha. And I get to roll 6 d10. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Plus 8. Oh. 45. 45 Hot. is just enough to kill him. Hot damn. Leave him right now. So uh, the half orc is dead. Uh, do you want to move or anything? Uh, yeah, sure. Just wind over. Get out of that bot- water? Nope, nope, never mind. <laughs> uh, Thoral, your turn. I'll just stay here with one, do a melee basic attack on him. 24. That'll hit. Alright. This fight's pretty well, you guys. Plus 12, 17 damage. Alright, 17 damage. And, and offhand, get that. 28. 28 will hit. And Offhand's always plus 12, 22 damage. 22 will kill him. Right. Uh, you spin around and cut his head off. <laughs> Dead as fuck. Uh, do you want to move or anything? Uh, yeah, since I still haven't taken my move action, I can still move freely, can I? Sure can. Alright, uh, one, two, three, uh, four, five, six. There we go. Alright. Kind of a long ride around, but I made it. Rotswell, your turn. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Right there. Um, so I'm flanking two. I'm going to use Resurgent Sun, which is two, uh, which is, uh, D20 plus 16. Plus two for flanking and one for being speedy. So D twenty plus nineteen. Roll it. Thirty crit. Yep, that's a crit. Um, so with the crit, uh, that is two D eight plus eight, and then I roll three D six. So let me see here. Sixteen twenty four uh, plus three D six. Yeah. Twelve on my three. So, yeah, he's super, super fucking dead. Like, there's no... Yeah, dead. 
Awesome. Uh, also, uh, because of that, uh, anybody want to use a healing surge? Uh, sure. Okay, you can sure use a healing surge. Uh, plus, uh, you also get... No, it's just the healing surge. Bam. You are no longer bloody, Draconis. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. And Malchus. Okay. Oh, nice. Thor got me flanking. Beautiful. Um, plus two for flanking, plus one for speed, plus one for bloodied again. So that plays out like the other math. Uh, and there's Solider. At plus 19. Crit. Crit. Damn. Um. End them. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so bare minimum, I'm doing, uh, 26 damage. Is he still standing? Yes. Okay. So, uh, 2d10s for my crit dice. Oh my and God. I can choose to reroll one of these dice with my Rod of Deadly Casting. Uh, and I will reroll the four, so it will be eight plus seven. So, 15 damage from the crit. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. That was, man, we did good. Good job, good job guys. gentlemen. Yeah. Ow. Uh, so, the last one of these guys falls dead. And, uh... Search. <laughs> I'd like to loot the half work. Take his shoes. Take his shoes. Um, uh... Like everybody, actually. <laughs> uh... Thief. Uh, rifling through the half work's pockets. Hmm. Uh, you, uh, you find, uh, 30 gold. Nice. Poor. Broke-ass bitch. <laughs> Probably he's robbing us. Probably, yeah. Uh, you also notice he's wearing an armband. Uh, it's a uh, it's a black armband with what appears to be some sort of uh, a white bird on the uh, uh, on the side of it. Are we taking that? Okay, so you're taking that from him. Can we do some kind of history check on the armband? Oh, I can do a history check. Go for it. Do it. I'm smart. Wait a second. Just give me a fucking second. <laughs> okay. I just think it's fashionable. <laughs> 24. Uh, you don't recognize the uh, the insignia at all. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, but you do notice that every one of the members of this party uh, were wearing that same armband. Is there some kind of magic benefit to it? it can can I tell if there's like some kind of magical scent to it? Uh, you could do an arcana check. Alright, um... Uh, Draconis, he's better at that than I am. Fourteen? Yeah, alright. Fourteen? I like got fifteen. Uh, oh, well... <laughs> 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 well, the funny thing is, I had one better history, too, so we're awesome. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, but, uh, 28. I rolled 28, though. There's nothing magical about these armbands. Um, real quickly, I'm going to do a religion check. How's that? Okay. 25. Uh, they, they, the, this bird doesn't signify any religious symbol that you're familiar with. Okay. Then I think we should move on. I don't think there's anything else... Rob, you got anything? Should we move on? I think we're good to move. Okay. Although uh, it's getting pretty late, so... Who is this, Rob? Uh, after a few moments, 
you hear more movement coming from the surrounding tree uh, tree line and bushes. Jesus. And almost triple the force that just what? leapt out at you. Uh, you 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 basically notice that you're completely surrounded. What? And uh, a uh, a female figure steps forward. <gasps> Uh, and she's very familiar. I look at Malchus. <laughs> you guys don't <laughs> wait. Wait for it. Uh, she's wearing an eye patch. Oh. And oh shit! It's a pirate. It's the vampire slayer. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. That's bad. Uh, and she steps forward and says, "Well, I see this group is still getting into trouble." I was wrong. Oh fuck. I got a sword. Hey, we don't have vampire with us now. We're, we're in the clear. <laughs> yeah. What what group? Huh? <laughs> you turn a boot. Uh, she says you just you just killed. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. They were my best men, but y- you just killed some of my men. <laughs> You're being a, being attacked. Come on. <laughs> you know what it is. Uh, she's actually kind of flippant about it. You, it was. You, he was called an ambusher. What are you looking at? This? <laughs> I was on his name tag. I <laughs> it's a, this is a game. He works at Kinkos. Um, she says it's 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 completely understandable. Though I think you should come with me. Hmm. Mm. Do we have a choice? Are you asking her this? Yes. <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Alright. Hey, again, you do have a choice. You can always fight. That's completely up to you. No, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a good feeling about this, personally. <laughs> because we're forced in this situation. Yeah. Not going to get stabbed. Yeah. Uh, you guys are led uh, further into the tree line, actually. You, you, you were kind of leaving the path you were walking, and she escorts you into the forest. Feeling vulnerable. And uh, uh, almost as soon as you start walking with her, uh, a couple of uh, there, there's a human and drow following in tow. But everyone that kind of leapt out at you kind of disappeared back into the tree line. Mm. You don't notice where they went, and you didn't like they, they're they're very good at at hiding. It would so appear. they got people, and uh, you notice that Leora. And the two uh, the two people following you from behind are both wearing those same armbands. Okay. Uh, and they lead you uh, further into the woods uh, to the entrance of this cave. That's kind of uh, like if you didn't know it was there, it would you'd be hard pressed to find it again. Like it's it's kind of hard to stumble upon. Like there's it's in a thicket of trees, and then just beyond that, it's kind of covered with with brush. Uh, and uh, she kind of parts the brushes aside, and uh, she 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 kind of motions it's like after you. We enter. And we go, I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah. And we, we, we enter the cave. <clears throat> uh, so inside, it's it's all lit with torches, but it's very much a natural cave. Uh, there's actually a, a natural, a naturally occurring spring. You can hear like trickling somewhere 
like further into the into the cave work. So, uh, Leora grabs a torch and uh, starts walking you through. And even though this is a cave system, there's there's tables and chairs and things set up. So someone's living here. Uh, and you, uh, as you're walking through, the cave starts to open up a bit more. It's not like so narrow as it is at the entrance. And uh, you start to see more and more people with those armbands, and and th- th- this is human, drow, elf, dwarf. Like there's there's a there's a little bit of everything scattered. All the outcasts from the old, from the uh, Overwatch. It, it, it could be like it, you're not exactly sure. I mean, like, like guessing it would be right. The people that were obviously thrown out. So uh, you're you're led further into this cave system, and Leora kind of motions towards. Uh, after a while, you get to this door, and she she opens it, and it's not as well lit as the rest of the area. And uh, she kind of calls into the room and says, "Look who I found walking around in the forest." And then there's there's kind of a moment of silence. And then uh, a figure starts to step out of the darkness. Uh, but before it's fully illuminated, this blast hurtles out from the dark room Kill and it. St- strikes Malchus. Oh, uh, jeez. And Malchus falls backwards against a wall. Uh, this looks to be more concussive than anything, so it's not something that would cut him or make him bleed or anything, but it, it, there was a lot of force behind it, and he fell backwards against this wall. And out of the darkness steps a thin female figure uh, with uh, raven hair. Uh, and part of it's kind of combed over half of her face. Uh, and as she kind of steps into the, the illuminated torchlight, uh, she says, Hi, Malky. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I take that. That's our cliffhanger? That's our Probably, cliffhanger. yeah, because it's about 11. Yeah. One, two, punch. Bam, bam. So then we ate. And then... (laughs) (laughs) At least it wasn't a potato. (laughs) (laughs) Now can you throw Ironhide at her? Do it. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) That was my favorite part of this episode, just because it was just like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Okay, we could do that. I don't think anybody saw that coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I thought we were going to have our first little uh, PvP fight there. I I kind of hope that expanded a little bit because I just play into him. Just looking for an excuse. That's what you were doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, thought, I, I think it's funny the way Jake said first PvP fight. Assuming that most uh, campaigns have PvP fights. <laughs> uh, I'm not a I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons uh, connoisseur by any means, but I'm pretty sure that's not a normal occurrence. Rob, can you assure? Oh, I'm sure characters fight each other here and there. I'm sure here that... there, but I don't think it's like. Oh, know. that's not. It's like, and now for the traditional fight, your teammate. <laughs> like that's not in such a public way. Yeah, because everybody's <laughs> supposed to be friends most of the time. Right, right. Find your common goal. That was good. That was good. That was good. Well, now I've got more emotional baggage for Malthus to sort out before next session. Man, you're gonna be real emo. You're gonna turn oh. it up. Well, no, I, I, I think Jason has, has understood very well that I like it when he twists the knife on my characters. So yeah. he's just beating the beating the emotional crap out of Malchus, uh, which I feel it's like not makes for cause. I'm not I'm not doing it 
willy nilly. There's there's reason. There's cause. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I'm sure there's perfectly good justification. I'm sure it'll be very tormenting, just like everything else. For that's, some reason, that's Malchus's lot. That's that's his role in the story. For some reason, I thought when I threw Malchus, he was just going to get up, brush himself off, and go right back on top of the podium. <laughs> like nothing happened. <laughs> but I love the fact that they jumped inside each other's faces, like. Obviously, Malchus is fucked up because he doesn't know what happened to that little girl. Mm-hmm. Because she's just gone. And Ironhide is in charge now. Like, like they had to go out and kill his own people. So, like, they're both conflicted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we're both... We're both uh, I can tell we're both kind of strung out on what's going on. And, uh, and I, think, I think we had a good... Uh, we had a good face-to-face right there. That'll really get people stirred up for the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Yeah, I, 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 I just I'm glad I was able to calm things down because that could have turned out really bad. Hacking, <laughs> slashing, <laughs> just in front of everybody. Holy shit! I, I, when next time we have an episode where somebody's character dies, there needs to be an image made with all of us that says, "By the end of this episode, one of you know one of these characters will be dead." You know, just like this, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I like classic that. comic book teaser splash. <laughs> I wonder who would win between you guys. That's interesting. You know, oh, wait, 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 let's, wait, do, let's do it. Maybe, maybe we should do an alt world thing where it's just a one on one Ironhide. <laughs> we'll do like a Rocky Three things. Like after this, yeah. you owe me a favor, and then they they have like a sparring thing, <laughs> and I'm just on hand so I can heal whichever one loses. <laughs> I can use resurrection on them when it's all done, so that it's like nothing happened. Somebody's got to ring it's... the bell. Ding ding. It's it's the alternate dimension where we're all like really dysfunctional villains and like some of us have goatees, other ones Wait. are wearing single black gloves. Okay, here's here's the thing. I did say we can take care of this once all this is over. And I do have a resurrection spell. We could <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You know, let's do this. Does he? Wait, 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 wait. It doesn't and I'm looking at it and it doesn't say that it costs anything. Let me see this. I'm telling you, man. There's yeah, limits the... to that. It's not just yeah. a get out of jail free card. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. But I think I think you have to go like several days with these to your attack rolls and stuff. With a negative one penalty to attack roll, skill checks, ability checks, and saving throws, until it has reached three milestones or taken three. That's what it says. Well, okay. Now, I'm I'm glad we have that out if it comes to that. But I just want you to think about exactly how like, emotionally hung up, whoever loses will get about this issue. Right? Because, yes. like, whichever whichever one of us is resurrected will have to carry the baggage of getting beat up to the point of death. Sounds scared to me, Rob. Yeah. Oh. I, I just think it would be it, it, could, it would be something that would be really fun for the listeners. Um, Tom, I just don't want Justin bitching at me for the rest of this. Oh, yes, you, I'm, <laughs> Jason, you're reading the spell. Do you see any kind of catch to it? No. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, it's not that there's not a catch to it, but I, I have to make certain caveats within our world. Otherwise, there's no, there's no penalty. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right, but why, why do I have the spell if I can't use it? I'm not saying, no, 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 I'm not saying you can't use it, but it's not like this. there's going to be a consequence to it, is what I'm saying. Or at some point, if you are strapped for material, we could just do an alternate universe fight club and see what happens. That could also just happen, like like kind of like how it just happened today, where it's like, oh, this is going far. Like, where we just break out into a fight. 
Well, see, Jason, it says the consequence would be that they take a negative one penalty to attack roll, skill checks, ability checks, and saving throws until it has reached... Now, what is until it has reached three milestones or taken three? What does that mean? Does that mean Drawn three was a milestone. This was a milestone. Yeah, this was a milestone, basically. Or does it mean three levels? Milestones are two, a minimum of two fights in the same day. Like, every two fights in the same day is a milestone. Okay, so that would be the consequence, right? I yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm from a storytelling perspective. That just seems all you gotta do is just get somebody blood like like down on the ground or something. Like, you don't have to stab them through the back or something. That is true too. Like they're not gonna murder each other. I would like to hope like that. Like once someone falls unconscious, like that would be. Yeah. Don't just keep fucking swinging at them. But from my... Like, I'm looking at that, and from a storytelling perspective, I'm like, man, that is horribly OP. Like, that's that takes all the consequence out of death. That's it. They come back just slightly kind of weaker, tiny bit. Well, yeah. I mean, I can only use it... I can only use it once a day. That's... That's dude. still incredibly OP. That's, like, you... We I'm talking... DM, shut up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm talking, like, you are resurrecting someone from the dead. Like, let's say a pillar falls on them or some shit and they don't jump out of the way. There's no consequence to that death because it's like you just take a nap, use that spell, and they come back. And yeah, the negative reason, one. The, the reason that's in there is in D&D Essentials. They were trying to remove all. all. So, in when 4th edition first came out, there was a subset of spells called ritual spells. That always cost money and take and took lots of time to cast. Yeah. And what happened was people people ignored them because they were like, well, if I spend my money on the ritual spell, I can't afford to boost my AC, my my attack bonus, and my and my defenses. And so people were just not using rituals because now, granted, resurrection is an exception because people are going for that anyway. But essentials tried to strip out all the rituals, which is where that that solution came from. I, I'm just looking at this, and I'm like, that takes all the content. Like, do you know how hard it is to kill you guys to begin with? Like, not that I'm trying. <laughs> not that I'm trying, but, like, yeah, yeah. you guys get, like, nine chances. It's, like, nine strikes, and you're out. And then, like, you're taking away that it's, like, what, unless you want to resurrect him for free. Whenever well, you here's, after here's, a nap. Okay, here's the issue. Yeah, I, it's, I can't resurrect somebody in the middle of a battle. No. <laughs> um, it has to be at the end of an extended rest. And it has to be within 24 hours. So, in a situation like Drock's Tomb, if someone would have died at the beginning of that situation, there would have been no time for us to rest, and then I would not have been able to... Correct, but that's it. an extremely, like, odd... How many times do you think you're going to get frozen for 17 years? <laughs> well, at least not, two not, more times. Not just that, I mean, like, you know... <laughs> you, we had that point... I'm, ta- I'm talking specifically about the point that we rested, and then we had to wake up from our rest. We you don't sleep for 24 to- hours. I know, but we didn't. We weren't able to rest enough, you know. Right. The, basically, that wasn't only... an extended rest. We we didn't get an extended rest in because we got interrupted. So, almost the only way we can get a permanent death is if we either a lose the body, or b have three people die in the same fight. Because yeah. you'd you'd be able to res one immediately after the fight. You'd be able to res another one before twenty four hours passed because you could just get up the next morning, have your spell back, and get the second one. You'd actually have to kill three people in the same fight or lose the body, which is what happened to Duncan. We lost the body with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm looking at that spell. That is fucking ridiculous. It was... It, I, see, a, I see what Jason's saying, though. Uh, yeah. I definitely it, it's well, a, it's I do, also, I gotta say that a lot of times the answer has been, well, that's the game. And if that was the answer when it was used against other people, 
isn't that kind of how we have to do this? Like, there's been a lot of times where it's been like, well, that's how the dice rolled, and, you know, that's, that's the consequence, that's what happens. And yeah, but dice rolls are different because there's a random element in that. This is pretty definitive in that... It's a, like, it's a kludgy, imperfect solution to removing rituals from the game, and yeah. that's that's one thing that Essentials tried to, tried to do. But that is, I mean, that is what it's, that, that is what it's written. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's there. I, it's, it's a spell you have. I can't take it away from you. I don't want to do that. But at the same time, you, it's don't, just, you don't have to solve right now because nobody's characters are dead. This, this is true. Problem. This is true. Although, yeah. I mean, this, it might be better to do it now than when it comes into play. <laughs> and then we sit well, there. Okay, let's stop the show and argue about this. You know, Chase, Chase. Mm-hmm. what you can always do is put a DM twist on like, yeah, they come he doesn't, back. That, that's where we're having a disagreement. Like, not only does Dan want me to not do that, but it's basically he wants me to play the ball as it lies. Well, no, uh, if if you want to write something in there, I just thought you literally meant like, well, no, I'm going to write a reason that you can't use that. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. But I mean, like, I try to ground the world in something. So like, OK, picture picture someone dies in battle or something like that. Like, like let's Malcolm say some of us died uh, during rock. Right. Like that was a that was one of those moments where like he's bleeding against the wall and it's this huge thing. Imagine if he died and you just go and he's up again. It's like, well, that's what the fuck are we playing this game for? Like you just XCOM make him as a good uh, example. It's right like, after after combat, you just revive him. It's like, well, then why am I playing this? There's no consequence to this anymore, and it's in, it's incredibly difficult to kill a character anyway. You have to either reduce his hit points to negative half of his health, mm-hmm. or fucking. They get three strikes, per, and, and that's an infinitesimal amount of time that someone can just minor action a health potion, yep. get up to somebody, use them, or uh, heal check them and, and have them use a, a heal surge, or the cleric can have any one of his burst abilities and heal something. Like, there's a dozen different ways you can res somebody, and then if someone manages to die, which should be an interesting, like, big moment, like, think of Duncan, and then you could just go, and they ra- no, res him. It's no. like... Yeah, it just... I I get it. It's just like, I don't... Okay, if we're going to change the rules of the game, then we have to... Then we can't... We've already changed the rules of the game, dude. Do you think there's a rule in the book that says you get plus one for being speedy? Yeah. (laughs) Got you there, buddy. There's not? Shut the fuck up, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. You only want the guy sitting in the background going, yeah, what he said. Just shut the fuck up. Wow. Oh my God. I did. <laughs> Every time Jason gets in an argument with me, Justin's in the background saying, yeah, I'm saying that it's fun to have consequences. <laughs> if it's like, and then you eat the magic cracker. I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, but have you ever heard? Like I have this. never heard Justin say, you know, like when someone's arguing with Jason, be like, you know what? I think Jason's wrong. Like, it's always. Are you, have you met Justin? No, when you two are arguing, but like if I argue with you, it's constantly him saying that. Well, I'm saying like at least for this game right here, I will defend the DM where like it has to be interesting or we won't play. Like the fact that we almost got into a fist fight today, that was interesting only because it was allowed to happen. But imagine you just have a no fight spell and everyone runs, everyone turns and well, shakes hands and walks away. We like, just looked at it like, no, we're all on a team. We can't fight. We can't have. Uh, uh, conflicting uh, issues. We can't have that. I just want to find a middle ground for it. That's all. I'm just yeah. saying that should be an incredibly powerful thing. Like 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 Tom mentioned the Dragon Balls earlier. Like think about that. Like to get someone back from the dead, like you have to scour the earth for these things and bring them together and that's your I, one thing. I guess, like 
in in the past, Jason, you and I have had private conversations where mm-hmm. I've asked about when I thought the resurrection spell required a bunch of rituals and doing all that, and you still said you didn't want me having it. Like, I don't know, like, where can it happen? You know? Well, no, no, no. You you showed me a spell that you weren't a high enough level for. That's why I said you couldn't have it. It wasn't well, that was, you can never thought, have it. It was this spell, but it was like, I was like, in the future. Like, would this be a way out for Thoral? Would this be blah, 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 blah? And you were, it was still like, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, I thought you were I, trying to bring back Duncan, and what I was telling you was, it's like, you don't have a body. Like, you don't have, the ritual required, like, I forget what the one you showed me. I, I had it marked as oh, a... Oh, no, um, if it was Duncan, and I said, no, I'm talking about Thoral. I was literally talking about kill, like, if it was possible, like, to kill Thoral and then bring him back as a human. Like, that was right. my... That was what... It was true was- resurrection. I was wondering, like, like maybe you you can make it like if you just want to make it interesting. If you don't, if you just want to bring people back, just like you're dead, but now you're not. Like, if you want to make it interesting, make it so like it's like in the um, under the red hood, I think the Batman. Uh, uh, oh, the Lazarus Pit. Yeah, kind of like where he comes back, but there's, there's a chance he could come back wrong. Like crazy. Local. Yeah, you would. It only it it'd be two in the same day, but yeah, yeah. I think Rob is just trying to prevent an argument at this point. Oh no, I, I am fully. I, I, I honestly think this is something we should address now, so that in, we yeah, are addressing it now. I know, but I'm saying I don't think it's wasted time. You know, I think. This no, is- no, I, I'm, I'm fine. I, 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 I just don't. I don't think you and I are going to come to an impasse on the spot. Like, let me, let me spitball a couple of solutions so that we can, like, we can establish like a lore reason why. Because clerics are kind of broken to begin with, if you think about it. But like, we all just kind of accept it. Like, Thoral. Okay, let's uh, like w- like we we had Malchus go go back to the example where Malchus is laying there bleeding. Yeah. Again, you can just walk up to him and go what, and he's healed. So we're already working on the assumption that people who are like mortally wounded or something like that, you could just heal them anyway. So that kind of takes some of the, like it takes a lot of the 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 aspect of like finality out of things, but if you could just bring them back from the dead on top of mortally wounded, that's redonkulous. Like we just need to figure out a middle ground so that it doesn't that's seem like great. like you are the most powerful character in the game at this point. I think you I can, understand where he's coming from. Though. You could spit in the face of death itself. I think he's looking at it as like this is a unique move that nobody else has nor right. could ever have. And it's yeah, and it seems like it's being like. This is the thing that makes me cool. This is the only like yeah, healing people makes you cool. Eh, kinda. It, like, <laughs> it doesn't you know, it doesn't make me thoral. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna have that moment of like bam, bam, ha ha. I'm the resurrection thing is really cool, and it'd be really cool if I could do that to somebody, but if it's gonna be like, yeah, they get to come back, but they're missing their dick. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Damn it, damn. Justin, like, Justin's not DMing this. Jason wouldn't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I don't want to come back if I don't have my dick. Just I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll it's stay dead. I'm like, got no dick. When I start playing, I had a Dan moment where, like, I thought my character would be like his AC is like, well, his AC he's made out of stone and ore and metal and stuff, so he should have like a thirty on AC. It's like, no, that's not how it works. It's whatever your leather is. It's like, oh, oh I guess okay. That would and make my Justin character. had a point. Like, why wouldn't his AC be stronger than, say, a fleshy little human who has skin, whereas he has metal for skin, and, like, he's judged by the leather I, he's wearing on top of that. Like, it exactly, makes sense. That's what we did. We said, okay, well, that's the rules. So I, that's what we do. Yes. Exactly, and that makes it fun because my character has limitations. But what you're, what you're saying right now is we go against the rules. I, I, I know, but 
these, the, like, your, okay, we're basically cobbling together two or three different substructures of rules based on 4th edition. Like, we're either following the core set or the, the essentials line, and that's, that's what we're saying. I'm trying to find a middle ground between the two. I don't want you to have to cast this huge... It, it should be like a big, meaningful moment. If you bring back someone from the dead, I'm picturing something more like the Green Mile, where it takes a little something out of you each time you do it, or something... Like, there's some, some, some weight to it, so it's not just like, oh, yeah, I, I do what my magic, my, my finger guns at him, and boom, boom, and his corpse raises. Like, I want it to do be... You, do you want to do it as a ritual, then? Do you want to just use the ritual rules? Because those were ridiculous. I don't even. I'm not even exactly familiar with the ritual rules. Was that the one that cost like twenty five thousand dollars? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. See, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't want to do that either. I want to find a middle ground. Like, it's not even about the money of it. It's about, it, it like it's it's the, the the weight of it. There should be something. It's like, oh, I need like I need a rare plant that only grows in the swamps of Yemgar. Some some shit like that. Shouldn't be from your pocket. It should be from something else. Like deeper inside that character that you're resurrecting, or from you. There's a sacrifice that needs to be made. Everything has a price, is what I wanted. If there's just, if you have the ability to, ra- that's like if Yenward had the ability to just like, okay, well, I'm going to use my ability to cleave this guy in twain, no matter how many hit points he has. Well, I guess you could always use the. I almost have. They could be undead at that point. Ooh. And then, because if they're un- if they're undead, then I have to attack them. So then I would have to roll <laughs> something. See what I'm saying? So we're talking about a Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing where they res their mom and like they, they, like they come back wrong or zombified is what you're saying? I don't know. I mean that's that's an option, right? And then the only problem would be is that no hmm. one would want to, you know. And that's the thing. I was like, I want we need to find a middle ground where it's not something that's so bad that the person wouldn't want to do it. I'm saying or, something mental where like they'll come back and like every now and then like. <clears throat> there's an urge deep in, inside them to attack something or to rage against what they what that person used to be believes what he shouldn't be doing now. You could what if, you could pull a wizard of the coast where we have to rescue them from hell or something. <laughs> what if we based like it on a dice? Ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the thing that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. We could we could base the res on a dice roll. Like I mean, a yes or no or not like, like a yes or no, but Maybe how tainted they would be if, they, like, you know, God, I, they come back as a crit one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm speaking like about if it's above fifteen, then they're totally fine. Right. If it's between fifteen and five, then they're undead, and if it's below five, then it then it's a failed roll. The just abomination or something comes back. They like come some... back okay if it's uh, five or below. They come back <laughs> completely fine, but they have no dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's. If you wanted to do something with a dice roll, um, you could have the dice roll be a chance that they come back permanently down one healing surge. I think that would kind of make sense for, like, losing some bit of their life force permanently. And I don't see us dying often enough for it to become, like, a straight-up imbalance problem that you're, like... serious enough. No, but a lot of times everyone has, like, nine healing surges, yeah, so... I didn't, I, can't, I didn't even get yeah. hit this last time, so if I come back, it's like... All right, well, I have eight healing surges. That's no big deal. Unless I'm just throwing two minotaurs in a trench coat at you guys all the time. Like, it's kind of tough to <laughs> fucking... Trench coat makes them more powerful. That's a better armor class. Like, those guys were supposed to ambush you, and you just made, like, short, embarrassing work of them. And yeah. rightfully so. It's just... Well, yeah, I mean, I don't... The idea that we were throwing out there about the... I roll a d20, and if it's between five and... Like, there's... The biggest chance would be that they come back undead. And then there's a slight chance that they'll come back totally fine and then there's also a chance that they won't come back at all but we need to define what undead is like that's a that's an interesting like undead can mean a lot of things undead can mean vampire it could mean zombie it could mean 
No, oh, werewolves. Like a werewolf. <laughs> Somehow that's like. Would there be a way just to like put a limit on it so like it can only happen once and then can't be done again or something? Is that possible? Well, that seems too final. Uh, final. Uh, final. Uh, once uh, per final. level up. Fine. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Thank you. Tom has to keep giving me words when I completely oh. failed. Um. Yeah. Or they I, come. I, they come back and they're like four levels behind or something. Oh my <laughs> god. That's one of the entire group. That'd be bad. Um, or we all lose a level, maybe? Mm. Wow, wait, wait. Why would <laughs> everyone lose a level? Because we have to pool our power together like fucking the Planeteers. Spirit so, Planet. Spirit we're bomb. forming Captain Planet? Can't so, wait for that new movie. To bring them back, we have to all give them a bit Captain of our life. Whose heart? Me. Okay. Hey, Obviously, uh, yeah. Think- yes, sir. What if Dan can't cast it again until he hits three milestones? That's just three fights. That's like six fights. Yes, yeah, not much. Right, but if we have, like... I mean, how many times do we have a day where we only have one fight in the day? Those those days yeah. don't count as milestones. Yeah, but this is, this is for oh, a power true. that's bringing somebody back from death. Well, I mean, okay, but think about it. Six fights, the way we go, is like seven episodes. I mean, yeah, that's that's... That at least gives it some. That gives it some weight, where it's not just like he takes a nap and he's ready to go again. That that the way that power is worded is fucking ridiculous. Twenty four hours and a nap—that's nothing. <laughs> okay, um, I think the the ritual price that you talked about earlier was for true resurrection or something. Yes, I think it's only five thousand for the basic res, right? Do you want it's, to just make it five thousand gold pieces of divine? It's not five thousand gold pieces. It's five thousand worth of crystal if you want to be well, specific well what do you mean basic res is there like an aversion where someone comes back with like chrome spinners and shit okay like, I, no true res <laughs> is that I don't even have to have a body oh okay okay well that's no. not even on the table anyway because you don't have that so I'll have that next level Jason if you, if you want to look me? over the, ri- the ritual rules are in the player's handbook that you got the, the right. blue hardcover so if you, yeah. if you want to see what that is for point of reference let me, let me do, you, you, Jesus Christ, you have two resurrection spells? Okay, let me, let me, let me take a look at that and everything, and I'll, I'll post in the basement page, and you and me will hash this out. Okay. Okay? Okay, that's cool. Awesome. I want to okay. find a medium ground. Uh, it, we've argued till 11.15, and Tyler's got to go to work. I think Tyler's and, gone, isn't he? No, he's here. No, I'm, oh. I'm still here. Oh, sorry, Tyler, I thought you left. <laughs> oh, no. Just Tyler, I care about, I, I care enough about you to notice that you didn't leave. Well, I had my Skype. No, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, dude. Uh, well, thanks I, for sitting down I, tonight, guys. I honestly thought we were going to have fucking Justin and Rob start <laughs> killing each other in the game. It doesn't have to be canon. We can just have a DNR arena. Fuck it. <laughs> just I'm now. down. Uh, if, if Jason wants to run it, I'm down. Fuck yeah, I'd run that. I'd, yeah, I'd what, six of us, right? We can just, uh, yeah, we just have a little tournament. We can do a bracket. So, we want to know where you guys come down in the whole resurrection spell debate. Uh, on the fan page, if you go to facebook.com slash dungeonsandrandomness, uh, you'll find the episode posting for this if you haven't already. Uh, in that posting, uh, there's a question. What do you guys think about the resurrection spell debate? Give us your opinions there, or you can send us an email at dndrpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's D-A-N-D-R podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to swing by iTunes and give us a, uh, a rating. Uh, it helps us out a lot. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be reading a bunch of those uh, uh, those reviews in an upcoming episode. Uh, we may do another mailbag or a Q&A, something like that, uh, in, in the future. 
Uh, but until then, thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you next time.